FNX.com show. Brought to you by BTOSports.com. Broadcasting live around the world from the Vegas Strip in a room where the term action could refer only to the classic Supercross playing on the VCR. And now, introducing your hosts, Steve Mathis, VOGK Dub Kenny Watson, and Tits Legendary, screening your calls and bringing you the BTOSports.com motocross news. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, we're live here in the Strip in Vegas, right outside the window. MGM Grand, right in front of us. You are listening to the Pulp MX Show, brought to you by BTOSports.com, the second anniversary, second show, first second anniversary of the new year, 2011. Thank you for listening. I'm your host, Steve Mathis. With me, as usual, is uh, Kenny Watson, K-Dub. Hi. Hi. And also, on the, on the show tonight, reading the news for us is, uh, is Titch Legendary. Tits, uh, thanks for coming in tonight. Yep, no problem. All right on. we got a great show. Anaheim 1 just happened. Uh, before we talk too much about that, let's talk about our guests tonight. Uh, Mitch Payton's coming on, a guy you know, Kenny, worked with well. Trey Kennard, Tim Ferry. Tim, anytime Tim Ferry's in, it's exciting. Tits? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and as well, Ken Roxon. If he, Who? Ken Roxon, your who's guy. That? Who's that? That's Kid Rocks. Kid Rocks. Kid Rocks, yeah. Ken Rocks. Uh, uh, Roxon's coming in to talk about uh, the race. Hopefully, Short's helping him out with the phone connection. And he's a 16-year-old kid, and he, he may have already forgotten. So uh, that's not guaranteed. And also, uh, we'll have our regular segments on the show. Before we get too far, let's talk about BTOsports.com, Kenny. Big uh, sponsors of our show. Probably wouldn't happen this year if it wasn't big. for them. Uh, hey, I want to talk about – check them out on the web. Use the code Mathis, M-A-T-T-H-E-S, to get yourself a discount on any order over $100. Also, real important news, btosports.com is running a free international shipping program on all orders over 800 bucks. Tits, if you live in Botswana and you order $800 worth of crap from BTO, mm-hmm. free shipping. Mm-hmm. That's uh, amazing. Is that ground or overnight free shipping? I would think that's, prob- <laughs> that's probably ground, but we can, ver- we, can, we, can, uh, we can clarify that. Uh, also, James Lissamore is in the house taking photos uh, for um, – um, yeah, that guy. Yeah, that guy. For something. I don't know what. BTOsports.com. Check him out on the web. Also, Kicker. Uh, Live It Loud, Kicker. O'Neill is on board. X-Brand Goggles, JGRMX, all on board. Hey, uh, Kenny, tonight, X-Brand Goggles. Tonight until February 1st. If you buy any ski or snowboard goggle from X-Brand or Beer Optics, you'll receive 50% off. 50% off, That's Kenny. That's huge. Dude, Rich uh, Taylor has lost his marbles. He, he is. He, yeah. He, no, he's, he's actually – hopefully you can get a hold of this deal before he gets carted off by the authorities. Go to xbrand.com, eksbrand.com, or www.beeroptics.com. Click the Buy It Now tab. It'll take you to a website. When you check out, type in the code XSNOW, XSNOW, the letter X and SNOW, and you will get 50% off. The Beer Optic and X-Brand Snow Goggle line, lines are incredible. Dual pane, vented, anti-fog lenses – with the mirrored coating, three-layer plush face foam. They all have the best features for skiing and snowboarding, so replacement lenses are also available. Please support our sponsors so Kenny can keep showing up early again. Kenny, thank you for showing up early again. Thank you, thank you. Uh, I was bored, so I thought I'd come over and play with your dogs. Yeah, I know. I saw that. Oh, actually, No, I came over because I, I wanted to kind of uh, watch the race a little bit. I didn't really get to see the race um, and really see all the odds and, you know, ins and outs of the race. So mm-hmm. I came here a little early to watch it. Right. And the, 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 the crazy pass Ivan supposedly did on Stewart and whatever, yeah. whatever with that. But 
uh, yeah, so I came over and witnessed it for myself, and I'm here. Yeah, Was thank it an you. actual pass, though? I don't know what it was. I think it's I think it's whatever. Let's uh, let's talk about Anaheim one. First of all, uh, the big winners, Josh Hansen, Ryan Villapoto, good night for to ride a Kawasaki. They led every lap of both main events. The only rider to lead a lap other than Ryan Villapoto. Can I correct you? Or Brock Tickle or what? The first 3 laps were led by a, I'm getting to a that. Jacksonville Power Sports Pro Circuit backed. I'm getting to that. The only riders to lead laps all all night. Brock Tickle, Josh Hansen, Ivan Tedesco, and Ryan Villapoto. Exactly, but our bike is not a Kawasaki. Oh, my bad. You're right. It's not a Kawasaki. Yeah. It is a Dodge Motorsports Hart and Huntington Jacksonville Power Sports machine. Exactly. Right on. And and it is and it is powered by Pro Circuit. That's it. It's a, it's um, a Pro Circuit bike. What do you think of Hanny, first of all? I thought he looked great. He looked like he was... Literally able to pass Tickle almost any time he kind of wanted. I wasn't surprised because he was out here the last couple of weeks, and he was kind of you know nervous about it. He didn't know he was going to ride the East or the West. Mm-hmm. We were talking about it, and he's like, do you think I'm ready? And I'm like, dude, your speed's good. I mean, he was riding with Ivan, and Ivan's speed was decent, and he was right there. But he just didn't think he had enough time on the bike because mm-hmm. he's been riding a 450. And uh, I think uh, – I think he did pretty well. I think he rode really smart. He r- didn't take chances. He followed Brock around behind him, and uh, when he f- seen his opportunity, he took it, and he pulled away, and he rode a great race. There was some talk today of Hanny's uh, quote-unquote cheater line. That wasn't um, a cheater line. Okay, where he was jumping from over the lane. I mean, it didn't – Put the- it this way. Yep. If it was a cheater line, he would have got docked because – the referee, John Gallagher, was standing right there, and I was watching him. And he was on the radio the whole time, and people were coming over. Gallagher was, yeah. Gallagher yeah, was. Yeah. And, you know, Kennard did it in the LCQ. He did. And okay. Dav- Davalos did it in the, in the, other, in the lights class, right. you know, two behind Hanson. And I just think that there's no way they could have taken that win away from so him on a bullshit call like that. Bravo to Hanny for finding a creative line. It just looked like the hot line to me. I thought it looked good. Yeah, it was good. Good job by Hanny. He just looked uh, looked really in control. Um, Four fifty class RV um, just really ran away. I mean, I think he maybe learned some things from James in that heat race. Well, he told me so much, as much, and then uh, you know he never let Dungey get close. Never get, let Dungey get into the claws into him. Are you surprised at the Ryan Villapoto dominance of round one? I'll tell you what. I'm really glad though. I didn't do was bet my car. What were you going to bet your car? And I forgot. Well, he wanted to bet me. He said, I'll bet you your car. Oh, that's right. And I said, no way. <laughs> but you that's know right. what? He, uh, he rode awesome. Right. I mean, I mean, kudos to, to him. The kid rode yeah. great. Uh, I knew that he had the speed. I just didn't know if he was going to be able to match Bubba's speed. Or yeah. I, did, I really wasn't – I'm not really, you know, on the Dungy bandwagon because I, I know he's fast, and I know that, you know, Ryan had some problems last year. Mm-hmm. And Ryan pretty much had him handled when he had to. Um, I I personally think it's somebody come down between three dudes, and I don't. Um, I think Ryan. It's gonna be, you don't think it, Ryan Dungey's one of them? I do think Ryan Dungey's oh. one of them. I think it's gonna be he's gonna be in there. Right. I think it's gonna be close, and I don't think that it's gonna be. I think there's gonna be different winners every week. Mm-hmm. I really do. I think that uh, it was. Hard. I to tell you the truth, I was kind of not disappointed, but after all the hype, all this, all that, we get there. And, you know, the, the racing wasn't that tight. The most action of the whole race was the guy that got sl- seventh bumping into Stewart. Right. And that's what everybody's talking about. It wasn't about a battle between Dungey and Stewart. Yeah. It wasn't a battle between Dungey and Reed. It wasn't a battle between anybody. You know, so, what, I'm, you know what I'm excited for? 
and we'll get to that in a second. I'm excited for the fact that I believe in years past, James might have been able to come from 12th and slice his way to the win. Maybe those days are over. Maybe he just can't get a bad start and do what he used to do. You know what I mean? I mean, he didn't get Dungy either. So, I don't know. Maybe that's maybe that's a dawn of a new era. It should be exciting. Let's talk about Tedesco's contact with Stewart. Now, I talked to Ivan today for an interview on Racer X coming up this week. I thought James's move really wasn't that bad, but I understood what Ivan was doing, chasing him down, because, hey, it's the first race of the year, first heat race. What are you going to do? Let some guy, pardon the expression, are you going to be somebody's bitch all year? Like, I understand there's his and past, plus there's past history there. Yeah, so, I think, I think, I think, uh, I mean, it, it, you weren't at the press conference, but I was there. Conference? The the press conference. Yeah. And James said straight out in the press conference that he rides the way he rides and he's not going to change his riding style for anybody. Yep. And, and I respect that. But you know what? If you're going to throw it out there, you got to take it. Mm-hmm. And he rides like that. That's cool. I respect him as a rider. Yeah. And and I'm I'm not one of those team managers. If two riders get into it to the track, I'm not that guy running over to a Thank rider God. or right. another team. Dude, that's yeah. bullshit. It's between the riders. You know who is like that though? Berlu- oh. Berluti. Tony is. He gets Tony, fired up. He gets fired up. He does get fired yeah. up. But Anyways. hey, uh James did what he had to do to Ivan and right. and Ivan I look at it like this. I say, just like you said, first first race of the year, first heat race. He was going to get probably get around Ivan in that next straightaway. Yeah. He came in a little aggressive. He, he you know, showed him a wheel. He gave him a little bump, and he passed him, which is fine. But I don't understand. That guy's going to be going for a championship this year. Why would you make an enemy the first lap of the first heat race of the night if going into a long mm-hmm. season? I mean, I think right. you're going to need some help. Yeah. And, you know, I know he has a teammate who's a good teammate, and I think Regal struggled could, a bit, huh, Regal? I think he did a little bit, yeah. maybe nerves or whatever. But yeah. I, Ivan's not that type of guy. He's not going to go do that to anybody unless, unless they give it. Unless you do it, it to him. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and all that stuff that happened in the past with Ivan and James in Canada, dude, that's un- water under the bridge. Yeah. Ivan doesn't even go back. Well, he did this. Ivan's yeah, yeah. not that guy. If I wouldn't, Ivan would have let that go, I mean, I'm not saying this in a bad way for James. Uh-huh. James is probably – I feel that it's better that he did it right there because he's not going to do it in four races. Like, he, he, he didn't move on Brayton last year where Brayton stuffed the shit out of him at Anaheim 1. Mm-hmm. He didn't smash him back until race 14. That's right. And yeah. Brayton's like, well, why would you do that? Yeah, he yeah. goes, I got you back, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You got me. So, for James' sake, I'm glad I even got it out of the way. So, right. I mean, that would be a bummer. If he did that to him at, at in race Vegas. 14, yeah. Or in Vegas, yeah, he took yeah, a championship yeah. away from no, him. No, I, I, so, I told Ivan it was the equivalent of killing a mosquito with a shotgun, I thought. But, uh, again, I understand the reasoning behind it. Um, yeah, it was good to see. It was co- exciting. It was exciting. That, yeah, that I was, mean, everyone's uh, bitching and moaning about it. If they didn't have that and bitch to moan about it, they, they would have thought the race was boring. Right. What did you think of Ivan's first to sixth? I mean, are you happy with it? He, you know, he talked about having some work to, to do on that. He wasn't pumped on that, but... At, at Anaheim 1, you come out, you whole shot, you whole shot the heat, you whole shot the uh, main event. Blos was up there. As a team, are you happy? No, I'm content. Content. After after the first race. I didn't really, I mean, we've been out riding with a couple guys and we did what we had to do. Really wasn't sure about the speed and Ivan's speed was decent, mm-hmm. but um, it wasn't, it's not top five speed yet. Right, right. And he didn't, when he had to go, that top five speed to run with those guys, 
motorcycle just wasn't set up right. We're not using that as an excuse. We're not using anything. We're looking at, you know, we're going to go put our heads down, and, you know, we're working. Today we tested, we're going to test again tomorrow and yeah. Thursday. We're trying to make it better for um, for Ivan and Chris, make the bike better, and just do better every week. Yeah. Um, you know, Pro Circuit gave us an awesome package. Like everyone can see, the bikes can start good. We just got to keep them up there, and I'm a firm believer if you could, if if he can ride up there for three or four laps, there's no reason why he can't ride up there for 20 laps. Right, Duh. that's the way I look at it. Right, right. What was that, tits? Duh. 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 Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, there's Did so you many. Had a new one t- this week. Uh, oh. that, that's uh, Cassandra. Oh, okay. Regal. Oh, yeah. Who can it's forget funny, her memorable like... call into the show? There's right. so many haters out there. Like I, I try not to go to to. Uh, uh-huh. To to vital in into that chat room into the forums, but yeah, yeah. people saying we had the ugliest bikes that our team is a joke. People that, said that. Oh yeah, Ivan Tedesco. Ivan Tedesco is there's no sauce left in the bottle. Still, he had to ride like an idiot to try to take James out to win. That wasn't uh, a takeout to win. That was just a, a wake up call. That's all that was. Hey, lots of talk about Anaheim one still coming. Uh, Mitch Payton, Ken Roxon, Kennard, Ferry, all coming on the show. Uh, as usual, feel free to call in 702-586-7857 while we're on the air, 702-586-PULP, and uh, we'll take your calls uh, starting right now. Also, call in any time and uh, leave a message, and the best messages uh, will make it on the air. Let's take a listen, Tits, to the uh, best messages that were left this week on the uh, Pulp MX machine. And remember, you can call in any time and leave a message, and we'll see what, uh, what you got. But uh, here's the best of this week. Here you go. Hey, Mathis, can you talk to Dave Pratter about setting up a webcam so we can watch him build the track? That'd be pretty cool. He could do it anywhere. Thanks. Dave Pratter? Uh, welcome to McDonald's. May I take your order? Uh, yeah. Hey, Christoph Borsell. Can I have a large fry and a chocolate shake? Total come to Zebrzebe for the next window. Okay, thank you. These are our listeners. This is uh, Ranger 741 from the... Uh, the Archaic um, Moto Talk, and uh, calling you at 11.18 here on uh, Saturday night, uh, Pacific Standard Time. We're uh, DVR the, the Supercross. We're on lap, uh, we're on lap uh, what are we on, lap 6 to 20? Is that right? Eight, 6 to 7 to 20. And uh, look at Ivan go, man. Look at Ivan. Uh, I'm sorry about uh, close. Uh, he's in last. But, uh, dude, uh, Kenny Watson, uh, dude, got to be stoked about this whole situation here. And uh, here comes Stewart. And uh, I got to say, how about them Seahawks, man? We had a Ranger over here at uh, 1.30. And we had uh, all the whole clan, the whole crew over for some uh, ice houses and uh, some Bud uh, Lights and Bush Lights and some vodka, some taka vodka, platinum. Anyways, uh, I'll say you guys are doing a good job over there. Um, Kenny, your team's looking good, man. Looking strong. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Mathis, what are you doing? Are you switching back from uh, going from the uh, the Japanese to the uh, the fucking West Virginia deal? Anyways, uh, go Seahawks! There you have it, folks. That was the uh, the best of the best this week. Um, I, I do like the uh, the Porsche file call. That was pretty funny, Kenny. I think that was stupid. Okay, all right, <laughs> fine, great. Guy put some work into that. Why are you clowning the dude, man? The just, guy just couldn't get a job this year. So he's, dude, that guy he, he'd be the fastest McDonald's employee. I guarantee you. All right, here's the best emails we got. Uh, Kenny, this is more of a question for you, I think. Hey, Matt, is great show. Love listening to you and Kenny. Got a question for the show. Why do all the pros in SoCal, most of them with big money, choose to live in the barren shithole that ranges from Temecula to Corona? Seriously, that place is a taint of SoCal between the nutsack of Glen Helen to the dirty hole that is Tijuana. 
Yeah, I get that it's close to the tracks, but I live in Carlsbad and still make it out of Southwest, Star West at night after work for motos. It's really not that far. It just amazes me to see these guys with big pads in the vids and it's quietly nestled between a trailer park and a burning stack of tires. I remember a while back hearing Reedy say he moved to Florida because Cali sucked. I would feel that way too if I had to wake up in Menifee. I was born in San Diego and lived in Tahoe to New York, Newport Beach, and it's crazy to hear people get the impression of California from beautiful Hammett. Anyways, it's a shame these guys are passing on such nice poon and settling for the DGAF skanks with horrific tats and root beer hair. It's funny because all their agents have figured out as a family is right down the street. Keep up the good work, Dan. What do you think about that? Riders living there and not living in Carlsbad. MC lives in Carlsbad. I think a lot of riders live there because it's close to the test tracks. Uh-huh. And 10 years ago, 12 years ago, the, uh, the, the, the cost of living out there was a lot cheaper. Yeah. And I think it just became the Mecca, and that's where everyone lived. I mean, right. if they didn't know, uh, I don't know, 15 years ago, Simi Valley was the the hot spot. It was, yeah. So, I mean, it is what it is. I think it's just all the manu- all, all the industry is down there. Back when you bicycled to go see RJ. Yep. Yeah. Uh, hey, guys, great show. You got a lot of fans in the U.K. Finally found a stream of Anaheim 1 online and stayed up to watch that at 6 a.m. over here. Saw the opening with ceremony and heard the negative reception Chad Reed got. What's up with that? Reedy's a U.K. favorite. Because he calls it as he sees it, just like Kenny. And setting up his own team in such a short short space of time, that dude needs respect. P.S. Hot Sauce with the whole shot. Top dude is going to be in the mix this year. Dark Horse. Carl from UK. Uh, the, the reception for James Stewart surprised me. Dude, it was re- very receptive. People cheered that dude. Everybody. I didn't hear any boos at all. And Reed got Stewart. booed? And Reed got booed. What's up with that, Kenny? That should be completely the other way around. I mean, I think that just goes to show you the message boards, what a small percentage of fans that the is. Vocal minority. Yeah, yep. the vocal minority because, man, I mean, I mean, I wouldn't boo Reed anyways, and I wouldn't boo Stewart either. I wouldn't boo either of them. I don't boo people, just for the record. Good. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. What do you think, Kenny? What you, were you surprised people booing Reed? I, I didn't hear that. You didn't hear that? No, uh, I, I did. I heard more. I heard more. I, I heard people booing Stewart. Did you? Like yeah. in the manager's tower? I wasn't in the manager's tower. <laughs> hey, was... we got Brenner on the line. Let's take a call here, Kenny. Who's Brenner? Brenner. Hey, what's up? What's up, man? Hey, thank you for listening to the show. Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. I've emailed you a couple times. This is Brenner Washel. Oh, hey, what's up? I recognize the name, yeah. Did I respond ever? Uh, he, had a... he, probably did. he probably didn't respond. Uh, actually, he did one time when he was in the uh, grocery Shut. store. Oh, the shower? That's probably, that's yeah. not too often. Yeah, let me see. Let me see. Let me see another guy getting back to you while he's shopping for groceries. No kidding, right? Right. Where, where else would he be? He's either eating the groceries or buying them. That's actually pretty funny. Well, I was. That's I actually was, pretty good. I was impressed with that. That's no big deal. But, another, uh, the wife just gave you. His wife just gave me the death look. <laughs> You're gonna die, fat. Uh, what's what's your question, man? All right, um, Watson. You could probably. Uh, have a good input on this also. You know what? You're probably right, so let's hear it. <laughs> well, okay, like, there's a lot of these guys that are, um, they've been riding for a while. There's a lot of guys that have their deals done, like, say, Kennard. He's been riding for a, a long time. Chad Reed, well, maybe not as long. There should be, a, like, a cutoff. Before A one, I'm, I'm kind of talking about Jake Weimer getting this, hurt. You're not, you're not, you're not making any sense, Brandon. I'm really sorry. 
Kenny? Well, what do you mean a cutoff? You're, you're only saying okay, like, uh, you're, like, oh, like you're saying guy, like a guy can only ride 20 hours before the first race. No, if, if guys have all their testing done and they're all good to go, there's nothing else to do. The two weeks before Anaheim or a week before Anaheim, just stop riding. That way, you don't get hurt. Just train, train your butt off. That's the dumbest idea I've ever heard. Just think about what you're saying, dude. That's let's say you're a baseball player and you you take batting practice every day, and then you don't take batting practice two weeks before the season starts, and you just show up because you're afraid you're going to foul a ball off your foot and break your foot. Well, you know how guys get hurt during the season. And like, oh, I didn't get the ride all week, and they come back fresh, and those guys are amped and they're on fire, and they usually do pretty well. You know what I mean? Uh, no, I'm not. I, I I answered your question. You can take it or leave it, but I think that's bullshit. Okay, well, I was just I was just wondering if you guys ever thought of anything like that because no. there's, there's always guys that get hurt beforehand. Hey, I'll, I'll give you a little. I'll give I'll give you a little insider on something right now, and this is no disrespect. This is no disrespect to Chad Reed. Chad Reed came out here about three weeks ago. Yeah, about three weeks ago to go riding. And when he got here, he had a timer on his bike. And I looked at his timer, and he had 15 hours on his bike. I looked over at Ivan Tedesco's timer, and he had 30 hours on his bike. Wow. I don't know if he has two bikes or one bike or whatever. But at the end of the day, people... Chad Reed went back to Australia. You know he didn't put the time in like he should have, but he knows where he needs to be. These guys have been doing it so long where they don't override, they don't overtrain. Their whole object is when the time they get to Anaheim 1, they want to be peaking at their riding. So those guys can ride for four months before the season. It doesn't matter. They'll burn themselves out if if they're not careful. Chad is doing what he needs to do in his program. If it's ride six times a day, it's six times a day. If it's to ride... Once a week, it's once a week. Whatever works for him, works for him. What works for Trey, works for Trey. So everyone has a different program. Just like I like chocolate ice cream, you might like vanilla. It's the same I like, thing. I like chocolate. And Steve likes, <laughs> Steve likes them all. All right, Brenner, thanks you. for calling, bud. Thank you. Right, hope I, I answered your, answer your question if it makes any sense to you. All right, thanks. Okay. I didn't like that idea at all. Neither did I, but, you know, maybe some people don't know, man. Delito? Delato? What? Hello? Dildo. Hello? Dildo? No, no, no. What's your Dale. name? Dale. Dale. D-A-L-E. Dale, what up, Dale? How you doing, buddy? Hey, Thanks for good. Coming. I'm the one who what? called in last week and told you bullshit about Tedesco. What do you mean? mean? You remember that? Uh, a lot of people he, called bullshit on Tedesco. He <laughs> <laughs> faster yeah, lap times it, on the, on the Cowie track. Now he's calling in because he's calling in after RV called in. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, actually my reason for calling. Two things. First of all, and you might be able to answer this, Kenny, better than, than Mathis. Zero it looks chance. like a lot of the 450s are using some type of electronic traction control or, or something to help them with the starts. Let me tell you something. It's not all of them. It's a few of them. Factory teams are you, only. Are you guys using anything like that? Nope. You know what we're using? It's a lot of what a lot of other people aren't using. It's called pure PC horsepower. Mitch Payton. Well, I wow. give it to him because let's go pull the whole, the whole shot. Yes, he did. Now, Honda's next, ha- hey, next time he goes in to try to take Stewart out, you know, he sh- he's not the one who should fall down. Hey, maybe he held back a little bit. Well, he, next time he shouldn't. I don't think he's I don't think there's going to be a next time cuz we don't he's not going to do that again unless okay. unless he, someone messes with him. He's not that guy. He's not he's not a dirty rider, but he, just like if you heard the beginning of the show, he's not going to be pushed around and he's just going to show him a wheel and bump into him and um. 
Was Hart okay with the day, with the night? Dude, Hart was ecstatic, dude. Uh, with everything, yeah? I looked over at him, and he was just rubbing his hands together, just with an ear-to-ear grin. <laughs> so Right on. Yeah. Well, good job. Thanks, Dale. Thank you, Dale. Thanks, guys. Um, John? Yeah, hey, Steve. How's it going? Hey, guys. What's hey, up, man? Hey, John. Thanks How you doing, buddy? Thanks for calling in. Hey, thanks. Great show. Lo- love love it. Um, there's your question with the, the bike setup. How come every everybody has, you know, the bikes, the bikes always seem to be not set up correctly for A1 or, you know, they're always working on bike setups and brand to brand. And, you know, like Reed said, he loved the new Honda and was his bike set up right. And Dungey had a problem this weekend. And Here, I'll, an- I'll answer that question for you. I mean, don't you have a bike problem this weekend? Yeah, a little bit. We everybody. I mean, we we had a bike set up. We had a problem too. Um, the the deal is, is um, first of all, when you we, when you could go to your test track and test for a month straight and and try different stuff and think you have a good setup and you're out there with your team and your riders and you get to Anaheim and you think you're ready. Um, then you ride against guys that probably are a little bit faster and you ride a little bit harder and the bike um, does a little d- different things because you're not used to riding that speed. It, you know, you, you, st- you take it up a level. So, and the deal with Anaheim, there's no dirt like that. You can't, it's really, really hard to try to find a surface like that because what happens during the day, it's dry and it gets really, really slick like ice. Like the whoops get blue grooved on top of them and moisture comes out of them. So they get super slippery. Um, your practice track, you're riding during the day, and there's not too many tracks unless you get lights or do whatever to help you, you know, overcome that. So for us, I can speak for my team. Um, our suspension setup was off a little bit because we weren't prepared like we should have been, and we kind of, in practice, we were fine. But once it got into the night, you know, the, the, the lap times for us, I mean, we were, they, Ivan was running, you know, low 59s in practice, but when the race started, you know, he was running, going like, you know, his lap times were like a minute and 101s. So think a lot of things have changed with the track. The track went away, and that's what happens. And there's nothing you really can do about it unless you have, you know, the technician right there and you can fix the problem in practice. Because in between the heat race and the main event, you really don't have that much time to, to uh, do that. Is that what you're going to work on this week, Kenny? Is, uh, yeah. Is that what you – I mean, if you have the one thing to identify as a team manager is suspension? Yes, definitely. I mean, our motors are good. Right. I mean, everyone's seen our motors are good, and we have to. I can speak for my team. We we have some more work to do, um, and like I said, we're not what, a. Uh, what, what, when did Dungey have a problem? What was up with that? I saw a scratch, but. Uh, I think they had a little problem in the, in the, in the setup of the on, on his oh, oh, suspension. Oh, didn't have a mechanical. He had a no, no. He oh. had this, with the setup. Hey, James's bike looked good. Got, they did an awesome job. Looked like job. they got rid of that problem they had. The, the they, opening rounds. I'll take my hat off to those guys at L&M. They did a phenomenal Sergio, job. Sergio, man, they hired Sergio. See me All right, John. Hey, thanks, man. Hey, I got one more question. Can I ask one more? Uh, I don't know. That's up to Kenny. <laughs> so, like, for example, Reed didn't like the Cowie, and, and you got to say Villapota looked amazing on it today in Supercross, and it was a tight track, and it looked looked like it turned and everything, too. So it, it's just, uh, it, it's you know, from us observers who, you know, look at this, it's it just bewildering how different, everybody's opinion and each week to week it goes they talk about the bikes and just it's interesting you know yeah no i agree it's uh you know it's something i've i've uh talked to myself i've I've made a pledge to myself as a writer i'm going to try to get more technical with the readers this year 
I do know quite a bit about bikes. I'm, well, some would say I know nothing. Um, <laughs> but I, I'm going to try to talk to managers and mechanics and try to get out of them as much as I can. Like even Tedesco, he said chassis today. And I said, well, what specifically in your chassis are you working on? And he was he elaborated, well, I want to get that out there for people, um, more people to, to realize what goes on behind the scenes with these machines. Cool. Well, thanks, thanks, guys. We'll, uh, we'll listen to the rest of the show. Thanks. Thank you for the call. Thanks, John. Yep. Bye-bye. Kenny, you seem like you're in a really good mood tonight. Why can't I be? I'm, oh, among, just I'm, a, I'm among my friends tonight. You haven't really, uh, yeah, you haven't really gone off on anybody at all. No, not yet. I'm sure I will. Premix. Hey, how you doing over there? What's up, man? How are you? Oh, good. Hey, um, I was going to ask Watson what what's he think uh, uh, IT's chances of pulling off a win this year are. Like, does he got the confidence going? Does he think he can he can actually pull one off? Well, that's a, that's a really good question because if you ask Ivan Tedesco, he goes there to win every week. He doesn't go there to get fifth. He doesn't go there to get seventh. If he did, I don't think he'd be there. I mean. You ask any of these guys that race, they all think they can win. Um, well, I, I realize that, but that's got to be a huge boost of confidence, kind of hanging with Stewart a little bit there. And now that the first race is kind of shook out, well, you know, I think you know, and um, I've been a firm believer of this ever since I've been in this game. And I always tell my guys, if if you're fast enough to run up front and lead or lead laps and lead more than one lap, if you could lead three or four laps, there's no reason why you can't lead every lap. Um, yep, I so, agree. so yep, yep. it's just, uh, hard work and, and, uh, dedication. I mean, a lot of people don't understand too with Ivan. He, he, last time he raced was the last time Villapoto raced. Good point. And yeah. he, he hasn't been on the starting game. No way, Millville. He can't, he didn't race. I saw him. He did not race. He went there for a photo shoot. <laughs> he, but I'm telling you, he, he, uh, you know, he, first time he was on the gate, he went there. Everyone's claiming, you know, Stewart, Dungey. You know, Villapoto, everybody was counting him out, and he that was fine. There was no pressure on him. But once he got out there and he was leading, just like he's a, he's a human being, he started to think about it, and, you know, one thing led to the next, and he kind of came apart a little bit. But I think he'll be fine. All right, on yeah, pre premix, thanks, man. We're, gonna, hey, we're getting hey, I, got a, I got a name for Kenny's corner later. Yeah, what, what is it? Al Borda. Do you have anything for Al Borda? Uh, no, apparently not. Thanks, Premix. Right. Not that I can talk cool. about. See you later. Thanks. All right. John? Jake? Hey, Steve. Hey, Kenny. Jake from Henderson, um, Nevada. Hey. Hey, hey, hey Steve. Uh, you got to stop giving uh, Kenny. I know you haven't done it in a while, but you got to stop giving Kenny shit about not checking his phone. Uh, uh, I'm working. I'm wrenching for local privateer Ronnie Goodwin this year, and uh, Ronnie gave him a call earlier this week, and Kenny answered that phone like nobody's business, and that's just a little dude, so. Huh. Well, um, all right. So the, 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 hey, you want to know why I answered his call? Because I thought it was his dad calling me. His dad's my gardener. If I had a blown spring, <laughs> Yeah, but, yeah. You got, everybody's a little uh, afraid of Big Ron. Trust no, me. I'm just kidding. I like Ronnie. Ronnie's a good kid. Yeah, thanks. And, you know, thanks for helping him out as much as you, you have been lately. Anyways, um, my question, and I want to ask you this after the first round, and then I want to ask you this after Vegas. Um, it sounded like you were in talks with uh, Josh Grant possibly riding for your team uh, this year. Uh, are you happier to have signed Tedesco, or would you be happier to have signed Grant? Well, Tedesco was always the guy that I wanted. Yeah. And I, 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 talked to, I talked to Grant, and there was, there was some stuff going on, but it just didn't uh, pan out. Um, he, he was way out of uh, our league, if you put it that way, at least for, for what he was asking back then. And it just didn't work out. But, hey, 
you know, Josh is a, uh, you know, he, there was a problem because he rides for Militia and they wanted to bring Militia over to our program and that would never work out. So um, I wish him the best of luck. And I like Josh. I like his dad. I've always said I'm a big fan of, uh, you know, of his dad's because he wears work boots all the time. And I'm, yeah. a, I'm a working you class do, guy you, myself. You do like that. All right. Hey, Jake, thanks for calling, man. We got uh, Mitch Payton on the line. We're going to go to our next first guest. All right. Thanks. Thanks for the call, bud. All right. And, uh, yeah, right now we're going to bring in Monster Energy Pro Circuit Kawasaki's Mitch Payton. Um, pretty good night for him. Mitch? Yes. Hey, bud. Uh, thank you for coming on the Pulp MX show presented by BTOsports.com. No doubt a pro hey, circuit th- retailer. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you. Um, great to hear from you. Um, this is Steve Mathis. With me is Kenny Watson. Uh, couldn't have gone much better on a Saturday night, huh? No, I was pretty happy. I mean, I, our guys worked hard to make it all happen, and uh, proud of all of them. They all, they all kind of rode, like, just awesome. So, Hanson rode good. Tickle pulled awesome hole shots. And Tyler, you know, hit his head a little bit. We weren't sure he was going to ride and decided to ride the last minute. We got him checked out at Asterix, which got to give them a little bit of credit because they helped us and made sure everything was okay and decided to ride and it all worked out. Yeah, no doubt about it. I, I was really impressed with Rattray. Like you said, first ever Supercross. I'm sure he's ridden some Euro ones here and there, but uh, a solid, steady third place. And I was even more impressed when you said that he hit his head and almost didn't race. Yeah, no, he's, he, he was actually... All this off season, you know, like with all the guys and stuff, they've all been riding and stuff. Tyler, Tyler has been really close to everybody's lap time, same same lap time, certain days depending on. And uh, so, like, I'm not I'm not thinking he's going to be the slow guy by any means. I think he's going to be there, and and um, you know, I'm really proud of him, and I'm really happy he's on the team. Uh, no doubt about it. And also, too, seemed like Hanny was in complete control behind Tickle. Like, he, he could have passed him at any time, rode a smart race, and I'm not so sure that Hanny in the past always rode so smart. You know, he's always been fast and talented, but he just looked like he was just biding his time, waiting for Brock to make a mistake, and uh, that Australian Supercross thing must have really given him some confidence. Well, I think it was good for him because, you know, like, that was one of the things that we had talked about was whether it was good to go or not. And the last minute, you know, um, I think Villapoto was scheduled to go, and, and, you know, originally they had, had Chad scheduled to go down there and ride for Cowie, and that didn't work out. And then at the last moment they realized that they didn't have anybody going to the event that was going to be, you know, like a monster guy or a Cowie guy. And then it was kind of almost a, like the week before we originally planned on shipping a bike, and it wasn't working out. And mm-hmm. then we put everything in a box and shipped it down there. And, and I got to thank, you know, Josh and both Aaron Johnson, because Aaron spent eight weeks down there away from his wife to just go make the thing happen. So, like, they did that for for, uh, for Monster and for Cowie and Pro Circuit, and that was awesome. And I'm sure I'm sure Monster, and we appreciate it, and I'm sure Cowie's really excited about it. Does, uh, does Hanny get a number one plate on the door? I never noticed this weekend. I don't know. I didn't know that they gave him one, but we'll have to look into that. That might help. <laughs> Maybe you can just hang it from the, from the thing. Uh, and, how, Kenny, how was your Pro Circuit-powered bikes this weekend? I'm smiling. <laughs> uh, uh, Ivan Tedesco and Chris Post got great starts. Um, talk about working with the Hart Huntington a little bit, Mitch, and uh, and, and that program. Well, it was it was um, it was it was something that actually Kenny was kind of the the guy that was talking to me about it. And you know, I've worked with Kenny in the past, and and they they said they were 
they were waiting on a sponsorship deal, and they got it, and they put it together with Dodge, which is great to have Dodge involved in Supercross, you know, because that's good for the sport. And Hart and Huntington uh, had talked to us about doing engines, suspension, pipes, and everything. And, and uh, you know, I, the only thing I said was if they're going to do it, I wanted them to do, them, do it at a certain level in a certain way. And they didn't question it. They were willing to... Uh, pay for some of the stuff so that they had, you know, great engines. You know, it wasn't they weren't looking for the cheap cheap way out or the free way out. They were looking for the best stuff. And and I was glad they made that commitment and, and they've really been great to deal with. They even they even got our one of our guys from last year, which was Kyle Bentley, who worked for Christoph last year. And he's kind of down here, the corona guy that's kind of keeping everything going when, when they're in Las Vegas and, and they've been gracious with us, you know, letting us ride their test track when it's been flooded down here and they're they're great partners and, and it's it's cool like Carrie's happy about it and I think Kenny's happy and like the team's happy and Ivan is in a good place right now so it's it's good for us and it was it was good to see that pro circuit pipe pull the whole shot. Hey Mitch, you know uh, there was a guy that called in here a, a, a minute ago before you and he was asking about the a lot of the teams are using the traction control and asked me if we were and I said no nope, we just use good old fashioned pro circuit power. Yeah, I, you know, there's a lot, you know, everybody's thinking that that's, it's like, it's like the new shiny gadget on the block and stuff, but the truth is you just have to have, you know, you got to have enough power, good power, and honestly, I still believe it's mostly in the rider's hands. I don't believe you can manipulate that too much. I think it's the rider that does it, and Ivan's been a good starter his whole career, and he he just got a good jump out of the gate, and I think the start is derived from the first five feet and the last five feet going into the corner and the rest of it is just having your elbows in front of the rest of the guys and like he did and I think that was great for their team you know like that that kind of set the stage for putting them on the map and that proves that they're they're for real so I'm really happy for them. Hey Mitch I was wondering I brought this up with Kenny earlier um did you get anybody talking to you about Hanny's creative line he was using it was smart it was fast um, in the main event. I know uh, Kenny said that Connard was using it as well as Davalos. Uh, Davalos? Yeah. But uh, um, any anybody anything, anybody say anything to you? No, I, I thought it was actually awesome because, you yeah. know, like we were watching practice and we kept talking about whether it was better to to jump the first one, kind of bounce in there and go over, or do you bounce into the first one, go over two, and, and like which way was the best and how it set you up for that rhythm section. And then, uh, I don't know. Like he, he never said anything to me about it. I don't know if he had mm-hmm. it in his back pocket or anything. Because if we watch videos, they all watch videos together. And you know, he didn't do it until then. And it was, it was something that we all knew that corner had something, and we just couldn't figure it out. And then he did that, and I was, I was glad to see him do it. It was creative, and yeah. and it showed showed that he paid attention to the track. Yeah. Hey, did you see uh, John Gallagher standing right there during the race? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't blame him for standing there. That, but he didn't cut the course, you know, because no, it was, it was, it was totally legit. It was fine the way he was doing it, and you know, like actually, Duke was the one in the past. So, like, if the guy started jumping the corner too much, Duke would go out there and put a pole in there. And I noticed that they did actually put a pole in there for the 450 race. So they must have thought it was yeah. too close to call. 
Yeah, I was kind of nervous because I seen Gallagher and then all the couple other AMA guys, and I'm like, "There's no way they're going to take this away from him. They they can't. There's that's bullshit if they did." Yeah, and I was kind of nervous. I was like, "Dude, they're gonna they're gonna hose him." And then once he got on the box, and I, I I seen him. I was sitting next to Josh Hill, and Josh Hill's like, "No, they're gonna put a pole on their watch." And sure enough, because yeah. I guess Barsha did it in Toronto, maybe. Yeah, he was doing it. In Toronto. Yeah, and yeah. they put a pole in, but uh, he wasn't. I mean, he wasn't cutting the course at all. I mean, it was just a well, smart. He didn't, he didn't. He didn't cut the course, and like for real, like you can you can look at the lap times, like he did at the whole whole race, and you can go back and look at the lap times, and and his lap times didn't vary that much, but like all the laps he did it, it in the beginning of the moto, like their lap times were similar, you know, and it 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 definitely, in my opinion, was an advantage for sure, and it was one of those things that what you have to be able to do is see it and do it immediately, and and like I'm. Uh, you know, it was something maybe that Brock, obviously when a moto gets going, you know, you don't feel comfortable changing your lines a little bit, especially right. if you're not used to doing it. But, you know, like Brock saw it, and I'm surprised Brock didn't think about it, and he probably did. I didn't even ask him yet. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, he they were riding similar lap times towards the end of the moto and stuff. So, like, I don't know. I think it was just it was creative. It was good. You know, like that's, that's what's going to make the difference, you know, in the series is, is being clever and smart and, figuring those things out and and the whoops weren't that big this weekend they were tiny so like yeah you had to look for you had to look for everywhere you could to to get an advantage and that was great yeah the only reason i asked is because they put their pole up i was uh so that was what made me think hmm wait a minute here um but no definitely uh it was it was clever hey uh i feel like brock tickle and uh, yeah i'm part of the i'm part of the media so i'm pointing the finger at myself i feel like brock tickle hasn't got a lot of press in the past He's been sort of that fourth, fifth, sixth place guy. What's he like? I mean, did, did you know him before, and what's he like to work with, and what's his strengths as, as a rider? Well, you know, like Brock was a kid that actually he's spoken to me in the last couple of years, and, and I've been interested in him, I would say, for two years. And I just told him, I said, I because I, it was hard for me to pick him because he was hurt during Supercross season. And I said, you know, like, I like his outdoor results. Mm-hmm. He He's a kid that... He looks like he's serious about his racing. He puts everything into it. You know, like he gives you everything on the weekend. I can I can tell that he's he's not shady. He's he's going for it, and he like you can look at last year's outdoors and he's constantly coming forward. And right. I thought, you know, like if this kid can get some good starts, be on a good program, help him a little bit here and there, I think we could make a difference with him. And last year, you know, he won a race, which was fantastic for him. And and this year, he's been. He's been like the, you know who he reminds me? He reminds me of like a Stanton where he's just mm-hmm. quiet, yeah. does his job. He doesn't get all into the fluff. And he was quiet all day and calm and said, you know, this is only the first race. I'm not going to do something stupid. And I really feel that I think you're going to see good things from him. Yeah, uh, that's a good analogy. Yeah, Stanton. I mean, even his podium interviews probably need a little bit of work, but he's like serious guy, you know? Hey, Mitch, um, did you see that? Sorry, sorry, Steve. That's okay. I was done, Kenny. Hey, did you what? What was your what's your take on that whole Ivan and, and James deal? Did you see that go down? No, I actually didn't, and I, actually that's you know maybe my fault for not watching the 450 race so close. But I, I didn't pay attention to the 450 race quite so close, just because you know there was a lot of people talking to me after the event and stuff like that. So like I was I was really excited for our guys, and uh, I haven't seen it. Maybe I'll have an opinion after that. But I don't. Ivan's never been. As far as I'm aware, and he rode for us for a couple of years, you know, and Ivan's not a takeout guy. Mm-hmm. 
I heard that he, he either blocked or did he hit him. I don't know. Which one was it? Yeah, he hit him. <laughs> James gave him a little bump, too, and Ivan just retaliated in a couple corners later. But Ivan's, Ivan's outlook on the thing was, hey, you know what? I'm not going to be pushed around, and I just wanted to let him know that. And that's what he said. And he's like, I'm not mad, and it's over and done with, and let's go race. Hey, if you want to talk to Mitch Payton, call in 702-586-PULP, 702-586-7857. We don't have him for too much longer. If you've got a question for Mitch Payton, call in. Mitch, uh, uh, we got to talk about this FMF thing. Um, Kawasaki switched exhausts from your company to uh, FMF. It was uh, quite, a, quite, a, quite a buzz in the pits. What, uh, what can you tell us about that? Um, well, I guess I guess I was kind of surprised myself, so yeah, I don't really know <laughs> what to say about it. You know, like I did have a conversation with Mike in December and and I said I'd heard a rumor that they were looking around the switch, and he told me that that wasn't true, so I took the guy at his word, and I guess I was wrong. I guess you probably shouldn't count on that. Hmm. Well, I'm very pleased that they did, Mitch. <laughs> Yeah, I'll bet you are. Because, I mean, it didn't, it didn't look like, if there was a problem with the exhaust, it didn't look like it was that bad. I mean, like, Kenny, Kenny got his bikes from a dealership, and they've been modified, and mm-hmm. he, has, he has the pipe that, uh, that was planned for those guys to ride with, and, and uh, you know, it looked like it passed sound easily and <laughs> everything, and, and it looked like it ran pretty well. So, like, I'm happy. Right, right. So am I. Thank you, Mitch. What uh, <laughs> what do you think of Reed's ride? Uh, I I thought Chad rode pretty good. I think he got a horrible start. He did, and yeah. I think you, you can watch it on TV. And he he just was on. off on the off on the gate. And actually, both him and James got horrible starts and didn't ride his best race. And you know, like he's he's a, been a little bit behind the eight ball, trying to get everything together and. You know, he's putting together a team, and, like, I think Kenny can tell you to, to try to build a team is, is a – it's a lot of work, you know, and, like, for him to do it and try to do it within two months is a, is a monumental task. And he's he's got people, you know, trying to help him right now, and he's putting it together, and, and we're going to do his engines and suspension, and I think we're close. I think we've got a little bit of work to do mm-hmm. to make it as good as I think it needs to be. And he thinks it needs to be, but I think the first race we're not stressing. It's it's kind of in his hands, and I think a better start would have a better result. He's been a pleasure to deal with, and I wish him the best. And I think I think he just wants a chance to do it his way. And and seems like he's I don't know he seems calm and happy and life's good. So like that's that's usually when guys do their best is when they're happy. So like I, I feel that he'll do good and. You know, more power to him. I mean, and honestly, we need more, we need more teams, and we need more riders. So, like, if if that's what it takes to get it done, and and you can't get support, then if they can, you know, uh, round up the money to do it, then then we need to embrace it and count it in there. Look at you know Hart and Huntington. Like, who would have thought three years ago that he would have a team? You know, he was a tattoo guy. Yeah, who would have thought Kenny would have been running it? Yeah, who would have thought? But I mean, that's just shows you like. No, I'm, I'm serious. It's like there's nothing wrong with that. It's like all of us started. Kenny was a mechanic for Brian Deegan. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. And he stayed stayed in the sport. And he's done something for himself. And and they're they're putting a program together. And they're out there, you know, 
promoting sponsors, and they brought a brand new sponsor in the sport. And we need to we need to to really help all those guys because if we if we just help the four main manufacturers, and that's all there is to it, or five actually, because KTM and yeah. a Husky comes in, that's good too. You know, that would be six. And if they all have satellite teams, that's twelve. And if we can help a couple more, that's great because you know. There's been a couple times here in the past where the gate's been empty right. and not full, and I don't think that's a healthy sign for the sport. And the economy's tough, and and people are doing what it takes. And we we need to we need those guys out there. And you know, like the results are, are going to be driven by the riders, you know, more so than the than the bike or everything else. And you know, like you look at it, and James Stewart's going to be fast. Photo's going to be fast. Reed's going to be fast. Ken Wyndham's going to be fast. Uh, Kennard looks like he's going to be fast. Chad's going to be fast. Ivan's going to be—you know—you can go down the list. And I think we looked at it. There's there was a lot. There's it's a great 450 series, and and people should just dig it that they're all healthy at the moment and mm-hmm. out there because they all want good racing. So we need all those guys out there. Yeah, no, absolutely. Hey, do you got time for some phone calls? We got uh, our lines are lit up. Yep. Hello, you're on the Paul Bemex show. Is this Moser? It is. Moser, what's going on? Hey, quickly, uh, you got Mitch Payton on the line. Uh, what's your question? First, I just want to say congratulations on sweeping the podium again. Thank you. Yeah, and then uh, the question was, so about nine out of ten guys that you that ride for you uh, do great. Um, so what do you think you can do to better Brock Tickle's podium speeches? <laughs> Probably not worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> Next call. I want to just let, let kind of like the race, want, just let it come to him. No, I just I want him to be himself. I think that's what I think we're too stereotype a little bit, and uh, you know, like we can't take ourselves too serious. And like, you know, like I want Hanny to be himself. I want Brock Tickle to be himself. And you know, like we we need to have the color in the sport. You know, if it's we don't need wooden dolls with people behind them running their lips for them. So like, I think it's okay and. And Brock's going to get more comfortable. He hasn't been on the podium all that much, and he's a great kid. And I think people are going to get to know him, and I think they're going to really like him. Right on. Thanks, Moser. Hey, Mr. Payton. All right, thanks, guys. Hey, uh, Hanny usually is a, a colorful character, but he seemed pretty subdued on the podium. Is there any? Was there any reason for that, or is he just trying to, you know, play it straight, or or what? Well, I think he's tried to play it straight, you know, for the last couple of years. You know, like I had told him that. When he first came to us, it wasn't, you know, like it was a, it was an opportunity that Monster gave him, and it wasn't, it wasn't really Kawasaki's doing or my doing. It was Monster said that they wanted to help him out because he won X Games, and we want to give this kid a chance. And I said the only thing I want him to do is try to be a better person, and that meant, you know, like I want him to be responsible and and, you know, like I don't want fighting, I don't want none of that stuff, and I want him to try to be a better person and and. He's really done a great job of turning it around, and like he's probably one of the most popular guys in the pits at the moment. And kids love him, girls love him. You know, like he's just—he's funny, and like he's—he's he's doing a great job, and he's—he's he's promoting the brand. And if—and if people can't see that, like I'm—I'm I'm proud to have the guy, and I think Monster loves having him. And if Cowie doesn't understand that he—he—he he, he was the only guy to win a 450 championship for Kawasaki last year, so. That that sells bikes for somebody, and we should all, you know, kind of embrace that. He just does it a little bit different way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. Hey, also, congratulations on switching up your gear this year. Thor guys told me 
it's uh, always a battle to make it add color, and they're glad that you gave in, I guess would be the word. It looks great. I love it. it looks awesome. So. Yeah, no, we wanted everything to look a little bit, you know, we, you read the message boards, and they say our stuff's getting old and stale. And that's because, you know, like we're, we're very fortunate that we've had the same sponsors for a long time. So, like, we have to meet a certain requirement by everybody. So, like, it's hard to redo the same thing. And mm -hmm. we just we decided this year we would, you know, just say that the logos are the only thing that is important to stay where it's at. And then let's just bring it up. And uh, the Thor guys have been awesome to us. You know, like, they've, they've made some great improvements on, like, like their clothes. Mm -hmm. It's it's a night and day, night and day difference over anything we've ever had. And actually, uh, you'd be surprised at how it fits and the and how it wears and the durability and stuff. Right. We haven't had any issues with it. And like Troy Lee got behind us and like we wanted to have a brand new helmet, so he looked at the clothes and tied that in. And then Troy's guy Maki designed the clothes and Jim Gal or uh, he did the helmet and then Jim Gallagher did the clothes and everybody kind of worked at giving us just a brand new fresh look and. Alpine Star did our crew shirts and uniforms this year, so everything yeah. to us has a brand new, fresh look, and we're we're kind of pumped on it. Yeah, like, I, I love it's, it. It's really cool. Hey, the buckle, the buckles okay? Actually, our buckles are perfect because what they did was we had a problem with the buckle, and it was something that needed to be addressed. They addressed it, and it's fixed. And it's actually what they did was they they went through a bunch of effort to fix that, and that's in production now. To try to make a better part for the for the public. So, like that's what we told them. We said we we don't want to leave you and switch from Thor to someone else. We're we're staying right here. We're we're down with it. We love the support they give us. And I said I just want a better buckle. So we worked on a design, and our guys tested it, and it's been awesome. And that problem's gone. Uh, just done. like you, I guess, right? You make a better. You take something, a pipe or a cam or whatever, and you make a better one. Um, all right, let's. Uh, well, you, yeah. you work with people, yeah. Yeah, Kevin, you still there? Yeah, I'm here. Hey, Kevin, you got a question for Mitch Payton quickly? Yeah, I just wanted to know how uh, Derek Brush is working out for the mechanic as Hanson's mechanic. Yeah, there you go. He's doing a really good job. We're actually happy to have him. You know, like he was uh, he was an employee that worked at Kawasaki for a while, and he was let go, and, and so we thought he had some experience with the bike. And... Uh, figured he could fit in with our guys, and, and we knew him a little bit from when he worked there, and happy to have him and, and we're i'm really happy for him because you know like it's one of those things where like you'd love you'd love for every single guy to win a race you know and he's been here and now he's won a race and it's like you you always remember your first race or first championship so right. i think he's going to be really proud to have his first race under his belt it'll take a little pressure off him and, and i'm sure he's going to do a great job yeah i remember summer cross using pro circuit pipes and silencers like it was yesterday my first win that's right yeah All right. Stoke, four stoke. thanks kevin cool right on thanks Rich. thanks Thank you. Uh, hey, you're on the Pulp MX show with Mitch Payton. Who's this? Uh, this is Sarzing. What's going uh, on? My question to Mitch Payton. Uh, first of all, congratulations on the podium sweep. And my question is, I got a question regarding what he thinks about finding maybe in the lights class some kind of age limit or maybe year limit, how long they were uh, writing the class. Like, you know, Mike Brown was writing the class forever. You know, now Hanson start in light class since 2002, it seems like it's eight years, and they all competing against those kids from Loretta, you know, 16, 17, 17 years old, and I just wondered what his thoughts about that. What do you think, Mitch? Well, 
I guess I would have to say that everybody matures at different ages. And I think I did it at about 43, <laughs> 49 or something like that. <laughs> no, I would have to say it just depends on the guy. You know, like we, we're asking every one of these kids to come out of Roletta, uh, Roletta's, R- Roletta Lynn Roletta and Lynn's. be the next. We're trying to ask them to be, you know, the next Ricky or James. And some of those guys are not prepared to do that. You know, like if you think of Ivan's career, you know, like with Kenny, he came out of there and, and rode Supercross class for a few years and slowly learned it and excelled. And then he came to us and we won two championships and he moved up. And Hanny's career was, you know, he was a really good young amateur rider and he went into the class with a lot of expectations. And the problem was is with those expectations came money and fame, and then he fell off the map through a lot of problems that come with that, fancy cars and girls and everything else. And some, Yeah, he went through some dark years, and, and basically his career was over, but you watch him ride a dirt bike, and he's good. So, like, why can't we give him a chance to achieve a goal? And then, he, you know, he wants to ride a 450 next year, and he doesn't want to stay in the class forever, but if somebody's not excelling, why can't they ride a bike? Why are we, who are we to dictate whether you have to ride a 450? You know, that's a, that's a big bike and it's a lot to ask someone if they don't want to do it. I think they should be able to do what they want. This is America. Yeah. No, yeah. no, no I understand. Uh, it just it seems to me a little bit, I mean, he rode awesome. He rides awesome. I have nothing against, you know, Dust or Mike Brown or Morris. It just seems to be like those kids coming up, they should have a little bit, you know, Maybe maybe should be different class for them, you know, so they have uh, a little bit less competition, you know, with you know a guy like Morris or Mike Brown being there forever. I'm not talking about just Honey, so they have maybe you know a little bit less, you know. I mean, we're talking about like you know the guys which have been there for eight, ten years. It's less, and if they're making leaving, you know, like, you know, from that because they cannot move to 450. Because right. they know they won't do good, you know. It just seems to me not to look to the skates, you know. Point well taken. Well, Thanks, caller. You, but you can't make a living in yeah. the 450 class if you're struggling either. So, like, you're you're looking for a guy that can help you in the lights class. And, and I mean, we're all here to sell something and, and promote our brand, you know. Like, sure. if, you're, if you're Kawasaki, you're trying to sell a bike or Monster selling a drink or, you know, like, we're trying to sell exhaust pipes or dodges selling a pickup. You know, like we we got to have guys standing on the box, and, and we have to do the right thing. And Mark Martin's 50 years old or 53 driving NASCAR, and, and then you got a young kid coming in there that does really good. But you got to just, just yeah. do it. It doesn't matter. Like it, it, all, it all pans out. It hasn't affected the results of doing anything. You have the guys that are, are good come into the class, they do, do well, and they don't plan on staying there for very long. They want to move on, and most of these guys want to move on, too. They just want to try to accomplish something so that they have a little bit of a calling card when they go to the 450 class. Yeah, no, exactly. Uh, before we let you go, Mitch, uh, Christophe Porcel, are we going to see him this year, do you think? What do you think? I, w- I would love to see him back. I think he deserves a ride. He's a a talent that's being wasted at the moment. Um, you know, he he's a world champion. He's two times Supercross champ. He's twice nearly won the uh, outdoor title. One one was probably my fault, and one was just a crash. So I guess 
that could have been two more, and he needs a 450 ride, and, and he was waiting on an offer, and that didn't happen, and he, he's been caught off guard, and he doesn't have a ride. And right. he, did, he did ask for a lot of money, but in the end, he would like to have an offer, and he didn't get one. And I'd love to see him back for outdoors. I think, I think the series needs it, and, and obviously he needs it, and it's just wasted talent, and he would be, he'd be a... It would be a positive move for any team to have because I, I really liked working with him, and he's he's super gifted. And the whole time he ever rode for me, he never rode a 250 during the week. Right. Either year, he rode a 450 constantly, and then he could go out to uh, Paris Raceway and ride with the 450 guys, and he could either match or beat their times. And I believe that if he rode this weekend, he would have been right in the mix. Yeah, excellent answer. I, I, I hope we see him for sure. I, I don't think we've ever seen this in our sport a rider like that sit out for the year, you know, it's just a, it's a unique situation. Um, well, right on, man. Thanks for coming on. Ken, you got any questions for Mitch? Nope. Want to thank him for those pipes? I thanked him way too many times. <laughs> uh, right on. Hey, Mitch, thanks for coming on the show and being, uh, as usual, uh, a great guest always. So. All right. Appreciate being on. And uh, Kenny's, Kenny's going to work on getting me a tattoo, but I'll probably turn it down. Yeah, you we 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 had it all worked out for you at the uh when you got inducted to the Hall of Fame, you were going to get the uh the globe, but uh we couldn't get it done. We'll get it done. What's the globe for? The Pro Circuit globe. Oh, the globe. Yeah, yeah, the Pro Circuit. Right. Yeah, it's not a merge globe, bro. It's Pro Circuit. No, yeah, I got it. Okay. They were thinking about maybe a globe or or maybe a Carrie was going to put a Hart and Huntington thing on my neck, but I think yeah. I'm just going to live with kind live. of a I'm kind of a square nerd guy, so I don't know how good it would look. They were talking like all your championships, and I'm like, dude, that would cover his whole back. <laughs> I'd like to see uh, uh, maybe something with, with Jimmy in it. Jimmy you know? Perry? Yeah. That would take up his whole <laughs> chest, his nose. Uh, that's just that's me. Funny. All right. Thanks, Mitch. Take care, right, Mitch. Thanks, buddy. Thanks. All right. uh, great guest as usual, Mitch Payton. Always oh, awesome. uh, telling it like it is, really, right? <laughs> Dude, he's the godfather, man. I, dude, I look at Mitch Payton like I, uh-huh. I, I just remember, like starting to deal with him back in the day. I was always just like so terrified yeah, to go yeah, in there no, and me talk too. to him. Me too. And once, I mean, I, I like to consider Mitch Payton as a friend too. Like I right. could call him, and you know, I became tight with him. You know, Ivan rode for him. He was at Ivan's wedding, and just you know, yeah. it, it was. Uh, it's funny when you go to his shop and you want to talk to him. You sort of got to wait. Everybody knows the yeah. drill. You got to wait, and you got to get him while he wheels by. Yeah, you know, doing Mach five, so everybody kind of knows the drill. But he can be intimidating. But man, what what a a good guy for sure. I always got along with him. And the whole FMF Pro Circuit thing is is just too bad. Yeah, I like Mike Fisher. I like. It, Mitch it sounds Payton. like there's a little bit more going on there that we don't uh, know about. Yeah, but maybe hey. so. Hey, we're gonna take our first break of the night and come back with uh, Rockin' Kid Rocks, Ken Roxon on the Pulp Mech Show. Thank you for listening, and we will be right back. Thanks for listening to the Pulp MX Show, presented to you by BTOsports.com with Steve Mathis and Kenny Watson. Keep in mind, this show will inform you, enlighten you, and will enrage you all at the same time. Please take precautions. Whatever you need for your bike or body, BTOsports.com is your destination as we carry all the leading brands. BTO has you covered with the best selection, best service, and best prices around. Make sure to punch in that code M-A-T-T-H-E-S and any order over 100 bucks gets a Mathis size discount. 
BTOsports.com is proud to be on board the Pulp MX show and make sure to check us out on the web at BTOsports.com. Check out our current special for free shipping on all international orders over $799. Racing since 1970, O'Neill is the original American MX company supplying fine apparel, protection, and accessories for over four decades. O'Neill is proud to support top racers worldwide, including the Moto Concepts Yamaha Racing Team in the U.S. Supercross and Outdoor National Series. In 2010, O'Neill worked with top racing professionals, including Grant Langston, Tim Ferry, and Ricky Dietrich, in developing its all-new 2011 line. O'Neill's hardware line is the toughest money can buy and has been critically acclaimed for durability, fit, form, and function by Motocross Action Magazine. Hardware pants and jerseys are designed to function while putting you ahead of the pack in fast-forward fashion. When it's time to gear up, check out O'Neill.com or an authorized O'Neill dealer near you. The next time you need to get your bike dialed, Think about contacting JGRMX for all your engine and suspension modifications. Joe Gibbs Racing jumped feet first into Supercross and Motocross a few years ago, and using their state-of-the-art engine and suspension dynos, they are able to provide you with the best mods out there. Using what they learned from team riders like Davey Millsaps, Justin Brayton, and Cooper Webb, JGRMX can get you and your bike to the top level. Look for an announcement soon for the all-new amateur motocross team. Check them out on the web at JGRMX.com. JGRMX is a semi-proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. If you live your life loud, then Kicker Audio Components are for you. Kicker has been behind the sport of Supercross and Motocross for a long time now and is a personal sponsor of some of the biggest names the sport has ever seen. Names like Jeremy McGrath, Ricky Carmichael, Chad Reed, and others rely on Kicker for all of their needs. Kicker's been around a long time and is known to bring their best into each and every product they make. Whether it's speakers, amplifiers, subwoofers, or any other product, we have you covered. Check us out on the web at kicker.com and remember, live it loud. Brand goggles are the result of over 25 years of experience in the eyewear business, and the product has been race-proven at the highest levels. For 2010, X-Brand has Mike Alessi, Moto Concepts Yamaha, Josh Strang, and many others wearing the Gox and Gox Liquid Performance eyewear. X-Brand goggles are exclusively distributed by MTA. Check out our complete line of goggles at your local dealer or at thexbrand.com.
Yeah, welcome back to the Pulp MX Show. Mitch Payton on the air, Pro Circuits Mitch Payton, uh, giving us the, the scoop uh, of what went down. Don't forget to uh, help our sponsors out. BTOsports.com, $7.99. Free international shipping, any order over $7.99. That's, uh, that's a hell of a deal. X-Brand goggles, ski, snowboard goggles, 50% off. Type in X-Snow when you go to checkout uh, at EKSBrand.com. Uh, a top quality goggle. And uh, James Lissamore here to, uh, hanging out in the studio. He snowboards, so this would be something for fruity guys like him that like snowboards. To, so so uh, you'd call Sean Palmer at fruity? No. Okay. No, I wouldn't. He'd That's exactly. Uh, time to bring our next guest on. You ready, Kenny? Who would that be? Ken Roxon. Ken Rox. That's a sweet porn name. Ken? Yep. Hey, thanks for coming on the Pulp MX show, man. I appreciate hey, it. Hey, nice. Yeah, no problem, no problem. Yeah, uh, um, I'm glad to have you on. You, you don't know who we are, but uh, uh, i got Kenny Watson in here, and my name is Steve Mathis, and uh, welcome to America. Thank you. Thanks a lot, guys. Happy to be here. Yeah, really. Talk about your race. Uh, you know, you, you set the pits buzzing with your fastest time in the day, and uh, you had a little bit of a crash, but talk about your night at Anaheim. Um, the night overall was unbelievable. I mean, you know, the crowd went crazy, and it was just an amazing feeling to, for me to be there, you know, in my first Supercross race. And uh, actually, the whole day was really good, but uh, main event didn't went so good for me because mm -hmm. uh, I rode kind of stiff, stuff like that. Didn't have the start I needed to, but, uh, you know, for the first race, I didn't really care then, and the most important for me was to have fun. Uh, yeah, no, exactly. And I think your riding style, I mean, it's very unique. You're, you're a very aggressive rider, great with the scrubbing. I think fans are going to really warm up to you, uh, especially when you start running near the front, which I predict will happen uh, real soon. Kenny, did you see uh, Ken Rocks at all out there? Oh, yeah. How could, you not, how could I not watch this guy with the same first name as me? Oh, There's yeah. not too many of them out there. <laughs> yeah. uh, Kenny's a team manager for Ivan Tedesco and Chris Blos and Josh Hill. So, uh, you know, he's, he's keeping his eye open for young You know talent. what? I, uh, Hill and I were watching your heat race, and Hill was freaking out how the passes that you were making the first few laps. He was like, dude, the guy went, he passed six guys in like <laughs> freaking three sections. He's on it. And I was watching you. Yeah. You were, you were riding. Happy to hear that, man. Yeah, that was, you were riding awesome, dude. You know what I did notice? Thank like, uh, I was sitting behind you. When you after you got off when you got off your bike and you came to set in the stands and you were with uh, Everett's, and uh, oh yeah, did you? I didn't see it. Oh, yeah, well, I don't know how you can miss me. I weigh about six hundred pounds now, but uh, <laughs> I was sitting behind you and I was noticing like he asked you how it was going and you had like this look like no, fine, I'm everything's good, and yeah. I was like wow, like I was just your demeanor is 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 awesome. I thought maybe like Stefan would talk to you about like maybe his first couple races when he you know did he ever mention to you like what he did his first couple races because i think your debut was probably a little bit better than he did oh well i mean my day was awesome and the the best thing for a rider is i mean especially at the first race it's not easy to deal with all that hype and stuff so for me i rode kind of stiff but normally i shouldn't have a problem with those 15 laps and um yeah this is actually you know, what uh, I want to keep trying, you know, just putting in some good laps and, and stay fit. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, what what was one thing about Supercross that uh, either amazed you or you didn't think about? Or, you know, what, what was the biggest impression that maybe uh, you didn't count on? Well, I have to say what what was really nice watching for me was actually the, the opening ceremonies. Uh, I... You know, I've been at Anaheim 2008 and also San Francisco, but I just kind of forgot about it. 
So it was uh, an amazing feeling, you know. I kind of got goosebumps, you know, when they say all the names and stuff. Right, right. So uh, I hope I'm going to be there in the future. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Now, for this year, West Coast Supercross and GPs, right? Exactly, yeah. What if you're winning the series and you have to take that break and then you got to Seattle, Salt Lake? Uh, would you stay or would you still have to do GPs? Um, Let's say that happens. Because, I, I mean, hey, you got the speed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I have the speed. I've I've seen it on the practices and stuff. So now for me, I just have to get kind of loose in the main. But you know, we still have uh, some races to go, and uh, I actually can't wait for the next one. You know, mm -hmm. I just actually want to. You know, I think or I hope I'm gonna do good. So right. my plan is to do the first six races, and then and then I gotta go back for for Bulgaria GP. You know, it's gonna be not easy because just after the GP, I gotta go back for for another Supercross race and. But, uh, yeah. you know, I will make the best out of it. Right, right. Hey, talk about the switch to KTM from the Suzuki. What does what do you like about the KTM and uh, that does maybe a little better than the Suzuki? And just talk about the bikes themselves. Well, um, actually, the, the change, um, I didn't, it was came actually from one or the other day. So I was kind of uh, actually excited, but I was mm -hmm. kind of, you know, I didn't really know what's going on because, I didn't get any contract from Suzuki and stuff. So then I heard Roger is going to change to KTM, and actually I don't want to miss Red Bull. Right. So uh, with these two things, and, you know, I know KTM is an awesome bike. You know, I've seen it in the GPs and also the years before. So uh, we made that change, and actually I'm really happy how it is right now. So uh, the bike fits perfect to me. You know, we got mm -hmm. an awesome crew around, and, yeah. Right. I'm actually really happy right now. Talk about going also, too, in your career. You're a young kid, uh, but Sylvain Gabor has probably helped you a ton, and then now Stefan Everett is guiding you. Roger DeCoster is helping you. You've had quite uh, a bit of guys with um, you know, titles and wins under their belts helping your career along, so that's, that's good for a guy like you. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, I started riding with two and a half years, and I have to say I've always been a Suzuki fan, mm -hmm. and I wanted to get to Eric and Sylvan's team, but actually I never got there because the team I was in was just was a take team, so I, it was not directly uh, the Gabus, you know. Mm -hmm. So, um, but anyway, it's the way it is right now. So finally on KTM, and oh. I'm really happy with that situation right now. Uh, I hey, Sylvain. Steve, you forgot a name. What? That's backing him right now in America. Who's that? Frank Latham. Frank Latham? Ah, uh, yeah, Frank Latham. Yes. <laughs> you, you also have Frank Latham in your quarter. Oh, God. Fat kid, dude. He's awesome. Yeah, I call him Big Mac now. It's his new nickname. He loves it. Big Mac? Yeah, Big Mac. Oh, that's exactly what I'm going to call him the first time I see him. Oh, that, he will laugh so bad. Uh, um, and who's your mechanic? Did you bring a French guy over or something? Carlos? No, no, no. My mechanic oh, is Carlos, right. Carlos uh, yeah. Rivera. No, there's a French uh, mechanic. He's an awesome the, guy. There's a French mechanic. I heard on the so team. many good things. And yeah. Uh, Carlos worked for Millsaps for, well, forever. Yeah, for his whole life. Yeah, so. forever. I know that, yeah. Uh, hey, let me ask you a question. I've I, I, I seen this video of you on on uh, YouTube, and you were super young. You were diving into, like, a, a doughboy. You know what a doughboy is? A, a what? A doughboy. It's like a... It's like a miniature pool, and there's only a little bit of water in it. And you had another kid with you that you guys were doing. I, you guys I, had a soccer I, I ball. I know what you mean. It's it's uh, it's from a kids channel. <laughs> is that what it was? And you guys were doing the headers with the soccer ball back and forth. And exactly, exactly. Is yeah. that is that your house where like it showed your dad maybe unloading some tires, and it showed you riding a yep. mountain bike, riding a wheelie, and you want to do a barn? 
Is that yeah, still exactly. your compound this is, there? This is my house. This is my area. Is that still where you live? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's still where I live in Germany. I still at the same place, and we got a big house. I actually live, live separate on the opposite side. So I got my, my, my own, my, like an apartment, you know, mm -hmm. so I got bedroom and stuff like that. So now we built the third track. So I'm actually really happy with that, you know. I mean, not so many people in Germany have a big property with some tracks on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, Kenny, have you seen Ken Roxon in person? Yeah. Won't be long till the chicks, American chicks, are all over him. Did I heard they're already all over him in Canada. Really? <laughs> wow. I think we have something in common with me and you, the girl from Canada, Roxon. We'll talk okay. about it. I'll, I'll, I'll see you this weekend, and we'll talk about it. Uh, I'll come and introduce myself. All right, all right. I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah, yeah. You're going to get a load of Kenny. That's, that's all I'm going to tell you on there. Sure. I, won't, I won't give you up. Hey, uh, how, how, uh, how has it been living in America and uh, living in California and all that um, full-time? What do you like? Do you like it? Oh, uh, yeah. I love it. I mean, I moved here, I think, beginning of December. Oh, no, maybe maybe a little earlier. But, uh, yeah, I lived now here for a couple of weeks, went finally back home to to Germany for Christmas and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So I went snowboarding, but, uh, I mean, over here, you know, you actually got an amazing weather, weather. But in the meantime, when I was in Germany, I heard there's been a lot of rain. But overall, you know, it can't be better. I really love it over here. Yeah, no, really. Uh, I went to Torschental two years ago and saw you. Uh, oh, no, I think you got second. I think you went 4-2 or something, or 4-1 maybe. But uh, um, At the GPs? Yeah, at the GP. Uh, 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 but No, this is when I, when I won my first. Uh, I was actually the youngest with, I think, 15 years and 53 days. Yeah, did you win so a I was the youngest day? ever winning winning the GPs, and it's, it was at my home GP, yeah. 2009. Yeah, that's where, so I, was, that's where yeah, I was there. Yeah, it was amazing. Kenny, you should have seen yeah. this kid won, and then Nagel won, the 450 German rider. You should have seen the crowd at this track. It was in, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. I got goosebumps. I got goosebumps because as you went around the track, you could hear the fans. You know, you, everybody knew where you were at all times. It was. Hey, just, this it was, is the most important thing. Did you get laid that night? Chase, did I get? Sorry, did you get, did you get laid that night? Did I get what? It's a, it's an American term that Kenny should, did you should did be you using. did you? I shouldn't be using it because you're underage, but I don't care. Uh, hey. I'm asking you if <laughs> Steve's trying to cut me off. He's rubbing his head now. He's super bummed. Did you take a girl okay. home with you after the race? Um, no, 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 not really. Because it, in the GPS, it's actually not like that. Yeah, it's but not like America. I, now you, I mean, I should have done it normally. Yeah. It's just about 80 kilometers from my home, so yeah. not really far. Yeah. But, hey, uh, uh, yeah. here's a quick question for you. How many titles does Everett have, world titles? This kid's sweet. You like ten, this guy? Ten this kid's... world championship titles. And how many does the Coster have? Uh, I don't know. Oh, he's got, does he have? He's got five. I actually, no, I, don't, I have no idea. He's I'm sorry. He's got five. Uh, you got five? Yeah, yeah. Everett's was way okay. better than the Coster ever was. Hey, uh, um, who was your hero growing up in Germany? Was it a, was it a GP guy? Um, was it uh, an American guy? Who, who did you follow as a kid? I guess you still are a kid. Well, but. Um, when I was a kid, I followed a lot, like Stuart and Carmichael for sure. But I have to say, I never really had an idol. But, you know, there are a couple of writers. Even now when I was older, or maybe about 14 years old, I was always looking up to Ryan Dungey. You know, I liked his style. He was riding really good, so he was always the guy I uh -huh. actually looked up to. What about uh, what about Ferry Tim Ferry? Did you follow? Did you, did you look up to him at all? Um, no, not really. <laughs> but, you know, I'm, I'm you know that was just not my guy. Whatever, dude. I was his mechanic for five years. Thanks a lot. Jerk. Oh, really? Jerk. 
Um, okay. Hey, you want to take awesome. some calls from some fans? Oh, yeah, sure. All this right. is going to be interesting. Hey, Seabad, are you there? Yeah. Hello? Yes. Hey, Seabad, what's going on? You're on the air with uh, Ken Roxon. Do you have a question for him? Yeah, can I ask it in German? Uh, yep. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, hey, hello, Ken. I'm a Deutschlehrer here in Karlsbad. Uh, I wanted to ask you, meinst du, du kannst wirklich dieses Jahr gewinnen? Meinst du, du hast halt das Tempo, um zu gewinnen? Supercross oder meinst du Weltmeisterschaft? Ja, Supercross. Supercross, also ich denke, ich denke, ich bin fit, ich habe einen guten Speed. Von daher muss ich jetzt gucken, dass ich ein paar Rennen noch, also einfach, ich möchte mich einfach nicht verletzen. Ich denke mal, dass das andere kommt dann einfach. Aber ich denke, dass ich speedmäßig gut mit dabei bin. Und bist du jetzt im Moment verletzt? Ich meine, ich habe gehört, dass du irgendwas verrenkt hast oder... Nee, also im, im zweiten Quali-Training ist einer vor mir gestürzt und ich war schon in der Luft und hatte eigentlich keine Zeit mehr auszuweichen yeah. und bin auch, bin auch mit zu Boden gegangen, aber, no shit. aber ich bin soweit fit. Also ich bin heute wieder gefahren und, und das läuft alles. Are you guys making fun of us at all? No, no, we don't, we don't, don't worry. Okay. Ich, ich besuche dich in San Diego beim Supercross, okay? Wir finden uns. Perfect, alles klar. Okay, dann okay. kommst du zu mir und sagst, wenn ich nach Hallo, okay? Hey, uh, um, Mathis. Yeah. I just wanted to say, I didn't hear a BTO till I started listening to you, and I ordered all my parts, and it was awesome, and, and my clothes and stuff, it was great. So. There you go. BTO. Hey, did you get your fanny pack from them? <laughs> <laughs> no fanny packs. <laughs> all right, thanks, man. Yeah. Right. Thank Bye. you. Wow, Roxanne, you got a, you got a, that was awesome. What did he ask you? Um, he asked me about if I'm, if I think I'm ready for Supercross, and, and if I think I can win this. This thing, and I said, uh, you know, my speed is good. So now in the second race, I have to say, uh, you know, I just have to get loose, and the rest of it will come. Mm -hmm. All right, we got a, we got another caller. Well, oh, not there. Hung up. Um, hey, uh, what what do you look at for your competition wise? Did anybody uh, really impress you out there uh, out on the track? Like any guys that you were like, wow, I didn't. Maybe somebody you didn't hear of that was so fast. Just um, actually not. I mean, you know, it was all cool, and and I watched. I actually didn't get to watch the riders in my the top riders in my class because I was actually riding. Mm -hmm. But I have to say there was nothing really crazy right now. Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, it was all normal. All right, let's uh, let's take a call. Papa Mech Show, you're on the air. Who's this? It's Moser. Hey Moser, what's going on, man? You're on the line with Ken Roxon. I'm uh, literally changing his diaper right now. Oh, fantastic. Thanks. But, uh, so, Ken, you and uh, Andrew Shorter are kind of buddying up. You're kind of moving in on my guy. Oh, uh, yeah, really? <laughs> I mean, oh, Andrew is an awesome guy, and, and I hang out with him a lot, though. So I'm his number, I was his number one fan. Oh, yeah? So, yeah. Moser, Moser doesn't... You so, you like him, right? No. A lot, yeah. He doesn't like him. He loves him. That's yeah. true. Okay, I do okay, love okay. Him. Moser doesn't like the I can Twitter just say he's an awesome guy. He's a really good guy. Yeah, he is. And Moser's on Twitter, and he used to talk to Shorty all the time on Twitter until you came on Twitter, Ken. And now Moser feels like Shorty blows him off in favor of you on Twitter. <laughs> no, don't. come on. You moved. No, you've like I was. I was up there on the hierarchy of the short love, and now you totally stole my thunder. <laughs> it's well, all right, okay. though. I, uh, I guess. Uh, if I had to uh, come second to somebody, I'm glad it's Ken Rocks. 
Yeah. Perfect. Dude, that guy's name is sweet, isn't it? Kenny Rocks. It is. Something like yeah, a, I yeah. can't think of anything I, I think you got a... Should I, should I use it as a butt pet in, uh, in uh, what's the next race? San, Di- Phoenix. San Diego? Phoenix. No, Phoenix. Phoenix. Yeah. Phoenix. What's the next race? K-Rocks. <laughs> hey, no, what, what do you like better as a nickname? I, I made up the name for you, and I think it's very clever. Kid Rocks. You know, after Kid Rock the singer, but Kid Rocks. Oh, yeah. And you're yeah, already... Kid Rocks. You're a kid. You're 16. Um, uh, did, have you ever heard that before, or did I just make that up? No, no, I heard that before. Ah, oh, damn it. Uh, How about this one? How about kick rocks? Kick rocks? <laughs> uh, 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 That's I, a saying in America. Like when you want someone to go F off and get away from you, you just say kick rocks. <laughs> I don't like the name K-Rock. I, it's, it's not original, you know? So. No, it's like kind of, it's actually, I just, I mean, it's J-Law, actually. So this is, I kind of stole it, but. I actually don't want that, so yeah, we should we should we we should not use K Rock. Yeah, maybe maybe Big Mac. <laughs> Big Mac, I, dude, I have it on. I have an and pants with a butt bed shorty on. Yep. He was laughing so much, and also with Big Mac. Yeah, yeah. So for practice, you know, we, he loved, they loved it. They laughed so much. All right, hey Moser, thanks, man. Hey Ken, can you say hi to uh, Andrew for me? I will, dude. I will definitely. Thank you, buddy. Hey, he's listening it, right now. He's listening. I know it. I talked to him before. He's listening. And uh, yeah, I've been on the phone with him, and he's listening us right now. So you can say. You've gotten to talk to. You've gotten to talk to him on the phone. Yeah, yeah. Moser, Moser, awesome. Moser, anything you want to say to Shorty over the air? What don't I want to say to Shorty? Um, I'm, do you have some I'm a big fan. He didn't have a greatest Anaheim one, Moser. Do you have some words of encouragement for him? He'll always be uh, a winner in my heart. Great. That's that sounds good, dude. <laughs> Thanks, Kenny. Hey, uh, uh, Ken, uh, we had uh, Zach Osborne in our show maybe uh, a month ago. He sat in on the whole show because he was here in Vegas um, okay. training. What uh, What do you think of Zach as a rider and stuff and, uh, out there on the track? I mean, is he gonna is uh, you and him gonna get into it this year in GPS? Oh yeah, I mean, you know, he has been at Jump GP. He has been really fast. Mm-hmm. So. Um, you know, it's always cool to race with him, and I mean, you know, he also got some Supercross experience, so it's kind of mm-hmm. nice. Uh, he just needs to keep up consistent, you know. Right, this right. is the only thing. I mean, the actually the series is so long, so a lot of stuff can happen. Yeah, and uh, what I like about the GPS too is because there's the deep sand, there's mud, there's hard pack. Like you, re- you have to be a well-rounded rider to to win a GP title, and I, I like that. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, it's totally racing then in America. Um, our tracks are pretty, I would say, tight and, and actually slow compared to, as you can see, at the USGP 2010 uh, was a, actually a track from another world. Yeah. So, um, you know, we got we got really deep sand tracks. I've never seen actually this in America, so mm-hmm. it's totally different racing. Yeah. Uh, hey, let's talk about the uh, Motocross of Nations for you, man. What a race. Uh, most Americans uh, had never heard of you, maybe, or even seen you. And there you go, passing Ben Townley, passing Andrew Short, and leading everybody around. How awesome was that? It was, I had to say, uh, while riding, I didn't really realize it. But uh-huh. afterwards, when I, saw the, when I saw the races, I was like, man, was that me? <laughs> you know, it was kind of funny because I actually didn't expect that, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the first race, I got a really bad start, and... Kind of came from from that last and up to sixth. I think you know this was already this was already amazing. And also on Saturday when I rode against Craig Kennard, I mean I passed him. Finally crashed in the last lap, but I mean that happened. You know I could oh, yeah. deal with that. Right. So overall, this nations was 
amazing experience. And yeah, I mean, yeah, it was second race. I mean, I was leading, but uh, it was just after like 30 minutes break. I had a, a f the race before, so mm -hmm. I wasn't really 100%. But anyway, I think I did really good. Yeah. So especially against the 450 guys, the track was really difficult on 250 because he kind of. That I mean the bike was already less power because of the altitude. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it was yeah. definitely not easy, but I mean I finally made it, and after that weekend, I was just so happy to finish the season with a really good result. For sure. Hey Kenny, I got a question for you, bud. How how okay. long have you been speaking English? Because you are doing a really, really well, really, really, Thank really you. well job. You speak better. You speak better than, <laughs> speak I, better than me, I started, dude. I started around when I think when I was twelve or eleven. So I went to the minios and I I could understand English, but the American guys, you know, they didn't really take care. So I was always scared to make to make interviews and stuff like that. So I mean, finally now, you know, I actually speak it more than German. But with the age of sixteen, I think I'm I'm really happy with my English and stuff. Mm -hmm. I was even nervous before you guys called me because on the phone is always something different. But uh, I finally, I mean, I managed it. So right. Please, don't be mad when I mess up. <laughs> no, no, no. You're doing an awesome job. I was just, I'm really, like, just talking to you and never meeting you. I'm are really impressed. Are you a impressed. fan, Kenny? I, I think I am. Do you, are you going to cheer for Osborne or Ken now in the 250 GPs? Ooh. Got, what it's a difficult question. Yeah, because he That's, loved Osborne when Osborne showed up. I like Osborne. Up. I, don't, I like Osborne. To tell you the truth, I really don't follow the GP circuit. Really? And uh, I, I would have to say it's, I don't, th I mean, just... Just watching you ride and watching Zach ride in the past, um, I'm not going to say. I mean, Ivan Tedesco is my guy. He's my favorite rider. Yeah, he loves yeah. Ivan Tedesco. But James Stewart is faster, and I like James Stewart too. So it's, uh, it's going to be up in the air. Just ask the question. You don't have to say anything. You don't have to say me because I'm on the phone right now. I wouldn't so say that. Say I would... Don't say anything and just think about it. Hey, let's get something straight. I'm, there's, I'm not that typical yeah, bro guy that's going to tell you one thing and say another. I call it as I see it. And I usually don't like, you know, people from Europe, and I don't back people from <laughs> Europe. But you're a good dude. You're a good dude. Just talking thank you, to you. Thank you. There's a lot of those guys I can say are douchebags that come from the other side of the pond. But you're an okay kid, and I wish you the best of luck. And I, I and I will pull for you. If Josh Hansen's not winning, you're my second place guy. How about that? Oh, you mean in the Supercross? Okay. Yeah, yeah. In the Supercross. Right. Right. Because during the GPs, oh, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not going to be like rooting for him because I won't see, but I'll right. look online and see yeah, how Kenny, he did. Kenny loves Hanson. He, lo he loves Hanson. The him and Hanny go way back. So, uh, okay, uh, that's Josh, cool. Josh Hanson once quit on his team, so uh, what is, what's not to love? Hey, uh, who's going to be your strongest <laughs> competitor in the GPs? Who are you, who are you looking at? Gabor? Uh, um. <laughs> I will see. I mean, some guys are coming over, like Max Ensi and Tommy Searle. Mm -hmm. So I bet they're going to be really strong. But, you know, there's every year there is uh, um, actually, you know, you never or you didn't think about this rider is going right. so fast, you know. Yeah. There's always uh, something new. So I better say nothing, but, I mean, oh, like Jeffrey Hellings, my teammate over there, yeah, he's for sure going to be fast. And I think there are many riders up there who are going to be really good. Yeah, but like I said, it's a long series, and it's not just for one race. So you just got to be consistent and, and be on the podium every weekend. All right, last call for Ken Roxon right here. Dale, you on the air? You here? Yes, sir. Dale, you got a question for Ken Roxon? Yeah, yeah. hey, Ken. Um, big fan hey, of what, what you've done here so far. Hey, I was wondering, since you and Shorty are so tight, has he taken you aside yet and show you how to put a good old-fashioned American Supercross block pass on somebody? 
<laughs> I'm, I have to say, I actually hang out with him every day, and we're going riding tomorrow. So we have been practicing a lot lately, and obviously we've always been riding together, but I didn't even think about that, man. He should really teach me about giving a good block pass. He yeah, maybe, do it yet, hey, maybe Tedesco can, can show you. No, he's not good at it because oh. he doesn't finish the job. Yeah, he only did. He only went halfway <laughs> against Stewart. He didn't hey, you know what? The shorty is like. That's a great question, Dale, because Shorty is like among the riders. I don't know if you know this, Ken, but among the riders, he's one of the dirtiest guys. They say <laughs> dirtiest. Dude, the guys oh, really? that he grew. Oh, ask him about the. Ask him about when he grew up. I mean, you have Hanson, Tedesco, Gio Tedesco, Paul Lindsay, all these guys that he grew up racing with. They're claiming, and I'm not saying that he did this, but they claim that he is not afraid when he was a kid to grab the front brake lever when he was passing you. <laughs> grab the front brake lever. Just to, okay. pump, to hit well, it. I'm just telling you what they told me. I, I, Shorty, I, I know you're I listening. I didn't notice it yet, but, uh, well, I don't know what to say about that, but yeah. he's definitely a good guy. So I, I – uh, what about if I just go riding with him tomorrow and give him a big block pass? Yeah, there you <laughs> go. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Hey, thanks, Dale. Hey, and right, you know thanks, what, Roxon? If you end up uh, dating one of the the women motocross racers, don't be scared like he is to hold her hand in the pits. Don't be okay. scared because he doesn't like to hold his wife's hands. He doesn't hold either one uh, of her hands. Uh, okay. Hey, what's up with Barsha and you? Do you have you and Barsha have some deal going on? Uh, dude, I've actually no. Uh, I don't have a problem with him, and many riders are, oh no, many guys are like, uh, you know, always Barsha and me, and, and mm-hmm. I actually have no idea what the deal is. I mean, I, I've never talked to him before. I mean, I've seen him riding, and he's seen me, but, you know, there, I, don't, I definitely don't have a problem with him. So, yeah, I and can't see I get you. to race with him at Loretta's. I think you guys, but, you know, I think you guys both ride almost the same way. He's more on the rev limiter, but super aggressive, super scrubbing. Uh, super body English into a bike, and, and yeah, I mean, both of you guys are exciting to watch ride, I think. Not as that, exciting that as Timmy. But not as exciting as Tim Ferry. Is anyone? But close. I back Roxon. You back Roxon? Yep. I like Ken Roxon. I think, uh, will you do our show again somewhere down the line? Oh, dude, I would love to, man. It's just yeah. fun to talk with you guys. Yeah, yeah. Anytime. And if, and if you need a ride, if something happens with you and KTM, like something goes down, go over to Kenny. Hart Huntington's team. Hey, can you, will you give me a signed jersey? I've only asked for about three of them, but I think I might have a new rider. Really? A new fave. Yeah. I, I want to hang it up in my <laughs> office next to my Definitely. 1997 winning jersey from Brian Deegan when I worked for him when he ghost-rided his bike. Because I was his mechanic that night. I don't know if you know that. Oh, you were probably we, playing with dude, Legos then. Dude, you're welcome. Just come by on the weekend. And uh, I will give you a signed shirt for okay. sure. Okay, and you need to put to the real, to the OG Kenny. Yeah, he's mad. OG. Well, he's All mad right. because his, his initials are KW, and everybody calls Wyndham KW. But Kenny was uh-huh. around before Wyndham, and so they have this battle on who's the original KW. And Dude, put it this way: he came to my truck and, and took a piece of duct tape, and it, next to my name it says KW, and he put number two. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Like the second. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny though dude i like to mess around too so it yeah. sounds kind of funny <laughs> I, I like this kid shorty's this, right shorty's, this, shorty's okay. he was cool. you're in for it yeah maybe sometime you and andrew can come up and go riding up at our track in vegas when it gets underwater there you're more than welcome you're, oh yeah definitely you're saying he can I ride your to. track i'm saying yeah he can but trey Kennard can't kyle chisholm can't i mean no. but ken rocks can ken rocks can he's he's one of my new guys <laughs> congratulations just Perfect. because his name is just sounds like mine good. 
All right, man. Well, hey, thanks for coming on the show. Appreciate it. Good luck in Phoenix. And uh, I don't think it's going to be long before you're on that box, uh, possibly on the top step. Uh, thank you. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, guys. And uh, it was nice to talk to you. And anytime you can call me back. Right on. Thank you. All right, okay. Good luck this weekend. All right. See you. Bye. He doesn't know uh, how bad it is that he said call me anytime and I got his number. Oh, boy. Oh, God. Good guy, though, right? That was awesome. That was a good interview. I like the interview. Yep. I, I do like Kenny's. Uh, I don't usually like Euros. Yeah. I, I, that was my highlight. We're going to make sure to get that drop. And Someone on the and... chat room says, Kenny is Ken's real dad. Shit, if I could have a kid that cool, I would have a kid. Yeah, uh, a great guy, huh? Outgoing, yeah. yeah. Shorty said he was cool. That would be a good – someone just said on the chat room, Kenny Jr. for his nickname. I like that. Yeah, no. Uh, uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> no? <laughs> um, hey, we're going to have Trey Kennard and Tim Ferry on here. But hey, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Before you start talking about those guys. Uh, if Roxon is in the points lead when this thing – when he has to go race, do not just ask this question. No, I'm. I'm. You, you didn't let me finish, Meathead. Yeah, you did. Just ask it. I asked Ken. Both the you guys suck it because I didn't get finished <laughs> asking okay. my All question. Right. I apologize. Okay, do you think KTM will let him? With what do you think is more important, win the GP or to win a Supercross championship for KTM? But I did ask him that. You know that. You heard me ask him. You didn't ask him if KTM would let him. I did. D- tits. Rewind the tapes. I, I believe that he I, did. Maybe that's when that. I was taking a piss because Ro- I didn't. Roxon did kind of gloss over it. He didn't really address it. True. He, he didn't confirm or deny what right. would happen. I but. think, dude, if he's in the lead or within shot, you got to keep him, don't you? I would think so. Or hire some sweet ass. What is that? Lear, what's that? The Concord to be flying him back and forth. <laughs> they don't have Concords anymore. Well, they they could figure something out. A helicopter? <laughs> uh, a hovercraft? Um, no, uh, I don't know, man. Hey, hey do, do you see him winning? Can you see him winning? Yes. Me too. Yes. Absolutely. I mean, I, I, like, I watched him in practice and he threw down and it's kind of hard to, like, I watched him and he was out there by himself, you know, he was passing guys and riding and he had the fastest lap time, but I really didn't have anything to judge him on. But in that he race, that's when I was right. like, wow. No, he's got that special something Dude, that, he you know, does guys have like Barsha had he when did. you saw him, Stewart, Ferry. Dude, he's, I, he's I couldn't that. even... I nothing against Barsha, but I really think that he might be a notch above Barsha just with his, his oh, with his right. with his raw speed. He mm-hmm. has that raw speed that you can't deny. Yeah, I mean you can't take it away from him. I mean Barsha, the moves that he was making in that heat race, I was like, dude, that was like Ricky Carmichael uh, bullshit. Funny story, Shorty told me they were up riding maybe two weeks ago, three weeks ago, and he was hauling ass, and he was maybe just as quick as Shorty. Yep, maybe. And he was pulled in. Either he's as quick as Shorty or he's faster. I don't remember the story exactly. He pulled in. He said to those guys, hey, how am I looking? How am I going to do? And they're like, dude, you're going to win. If you go that fast, <laughs> whatever it was, it was very impressive. If you go that fast, you're going to win. And he was like, really? <laughs> he just didn't really realize. Hey, 702-586-7857. Give us a call uh, before we get our next guests on. And we can, uh, we can get to the, whatever you have on your mind about Anaheim 1. Uh, about Ken Roxon, about Mitch Payton. We're going to come up with Trey Kennard and uh, Tim Ferry. I love the fact that that guy bought some stuff from BTOsports.com. That allows us to keep going. Yeah, that's awesome. Show. Thank you very much. But again, thank you to Jason Eck from TRE for the support we had last year. Awesome. Thank you, Jay. Uh, um, hey, you know what? My, my comment on oh, Barsha. Buy some goggles too, please. 
my comment on my comment on Barsha isn't. I'm not trying to bash Barsha at all. I think Barsha's a phenomenal rider, but you know what? It's like trying to compare, um, you know, two guys. You have two awesome riders, right. and you have to pick between them two. Uh, I just think at Barsha's rookie season, and the way this kid is, this kid's 16. Barsha didn't have that raw speed like this kid has. Uh-huh. And and nothing against Barsha. Barsha's a phenomenal rider. You know, he hasn't gotten where he has because he's lucky. But uh, I, I really think that uh, that Kenneth Roxon's going to do really hey, well. Hey, tits, what if Hanny and Roxon are going at it, Battle Royale? What's mm-hmm. Kenny going to do? Right, you already know what I'm going to do. What are you going to do? Cheer on pull him? for the American flag, brother. These colors don't run. Hey. These colors don't run. <laughs> Dude, I, I, I like Roxon. I don't right. know the kid. I, I just talked to him to on the show. My, you I were think... just talking about how he was like your favorite dude in the world, and now you're going to say that you choose Hanny over him just because he's American? I didn't say that he's my favorite dude in the world. I said Hanson's my favorite. That's what he was just saying. Who? You. I didn't just say... saying that you can come out to my track anytime. Yeah, you're big deal. Favorite. I didn't say he's my favorite dude. I said he's one of my favorite riders now in the lights class. Will Hahn was, and he got broke off. I don't really v- wrote Voot. You know, Voot. Root? I don't root for too many English, people. English, motherfucker, do you speak it? <laughs> root. <laughs> I usually don't root for too many people right. in that class. Poor Wilbur, by the way. Yeah, and just to cool. clarify, he cannot ride to the east, right, Kenny? He cannot ride the east. There was some talk of that. Because you know why? Because he qualified in practice. In this. He got hurt in the second practice. Mm-hmm. Hey, you're so, stepping on my news, by the way. Yeah, that shit's old news by now. <laughs> he got hurt in the second practice, which takes that, that made him qualify. Uh-huh. For the race, so once you qualify, you're on. You have a position on the starting gate, and you're done. So he cannot ride the East Coast. And what exactly did he do? He broke a, a vertebrae off his the winglet off his back. Yeah. What's the deal? So he's gonna be out for a while. Yeah. Probably said a compression fact, fracture. Okay. Yeah. Where'd you get that? Where'd Racer you get that? X. That's bullshit. Those guys don't know. It's a you press need... release. It's not Racer X. Racer X didn't say it. A press no, release. It, it was it. an official press release. Yeah. From who? <laughs> from Geico. From Oakley. I ta- mean, who talking do you think? about his replacement. <laughs> I am. I'm, I'm calling bullshit. He'll be hey, back next week. Uh, you want to do the news, tits? You want to start the news? We're gonna have to break for Ferry and Canard at some point. But do you want to start it? Yeah. We, we go Why don't we just have it? Canard on? Did you say that? Did you really just say that? <laughs> Are you saying can send me home? You're fired. <laughs> Did I'm more down with Red Dog than you know I am. I don't know. I don't really want to know about you and Red Dog's relationship. Uh, let's let's do the news. All right, give me one. Second. Dude, where do people come up with this shit on the chat room? Izzy is shooting pills. Well, it, it, hey, Jake Moss got hurt pretty bad in Germany. Yeah, and uh, I don't know if he's going to fill in for Weimer now. And now I hear Izzy is going to fill in for Weimer. I think that or fill uh, in for Moss, who's filling well, in for Weimer. You know what? I I'm not the team manager over there, but I'll tell you what, I'll take Matt Bonney over Nick Izzy just because he's already riding the bike. No, he's already qualified. No, they can't take Matt Bonney. Why? Because Why? that team was so unhappy with the way the Nick Way thing went down. Well, I'll tell you what. Matt Bonney's dad has some really good lawyers and gets them out of some tight jams sometimes. <laughs> so why don't uh, – I guarantee you if that job is offered to him, they will freaking take it in a second and worry about the repercussions later. Repercussions, Steve. <laughs> All right. Uh, and, and with Kenny learning that word, let's go on to uh, uh, the news, news with this legendary. Tits Legendary has motocross news. I love boobs. Tits reads the news. Tits reads the news. This is so gay. Tits reads the news. 
Don't lie, you like it. I like, like the it. news, but I don't like your intro, dude. It's lame. All right, uh, we've Tits Legendary has scoured the internet, the message boards. Uh, you can Twitter him at, at Tits Legendary Correct. for a question, and uh, he is bringing it this week. He's bringing the heat. What you got, Tits? All right, well, we've already uh, stepped on the news a little bit about uh, Jimmy Dakota's filling in for Will Hahn. There was an official press release today talking about how uh, Hahn hurt his back, and uh, Dakota's will start riding the Geico bike this week in uh-huh. hopes that he will be start racing next week at Phoenix. What do you think, Kenny, Jimmy Dakotas? I like it's, him. It's good. It's just I like it's cool when they give these guys shots. Hey, remember Daniel Daniel Blair came out and yeah. did decent. I like Jimmy Dakotas because of Kenny Germain. Kenny oh. Germain was kind of like Kenny. took he him under Kenny. his Ken took Rocks, him under his Kenny wing. Jermaine. Took him under his wing. <laughs> Kenny Jermaine's a good guy, and you know what? Kenny Jermaine did his job. He got his guy to that spot, and I hope that kid, you know, capitalized on his opportunity because they don't come around too often. All right. Uh, next up is Jimmy Albertson broke his leg. Uh, it's not known how severe it was, but he broke it in the first time practice at Anaheim. Yeah, he qualified pretty well too, huh? He was doing pretty good. Yeah, yeah until, I was watching until that happened. Yeah. He's a good rider, man. It's, it's it definitely a big-time bummer for that. Yeah. I think he made the right decision. You know, he was on that other team and jumped ship to ride a 450, but that that sucks. Mm-hmm. It's a tough sport. Indeed. All right. Uh, next up, we have, obviously, Anaheim just happened. It did? Um, it did. You wow. were there, I think. Where were you at? Uh, I was at home watching it on the television. You were probably glued. You are probably like, I got to get home. I, I got to get home. Actually. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Uh, so I don't know if you want me to go through the standings or whatever. Yeah, but, let's uh, hear them. Let's hear them, tits. All right. uh, for the 450s, first place was Ryan Villapoto, which could be considered a shock by some. Uh, Dungey got second. Stewart was in third. Canard uh, was in fourth. Reed was in fifth. Wyndham sixth. Tedesco seventh. Metcalf eighth. Grant in ninth. And Andrew Short rounding out the top ten. Can, can, uh, I was reading my phone. I got an, an email, interesting email. Uh-huh. Why are you recapping the results? What are we doing? The news. It's the news, oh, bro. It's, it's the, the news. news. Oh, the news. Okay. It's Listen, that, okay. We talked about it. It's that this sweet segment that you have called the news. This is how good I am. The news, are, by the way, are presented by BTOsports.com. Did we say that? Uh, no. Nope. Okay, that is, this is the BTOsports.com news. Uh, on those results, this is how good I am on the fly. Kenny, give me your surprises and your bummers on the night. Give me some riders that surprised you, not the obvious ones. Uh, could could have got a, could have been a guy who didn't make the main event. Whatever, just somebody that caught your eye that surprised you, and then somebody that has some work hurt work to do in front of him. In what class? Both. Uh, in the lights class, I would have to say Rattray because surprised you. Yeah, because yep. I was there like when he first started to ride at the Cowie track, and I was like, whoa, this guy has a lot of work to do. And then I seen him about two weeks ago out here around New Year's, and he was out at our track, uh-huh. and I was like, wow, yeah. that like Came you a see. Long way. A long ways in a short time. Um, I was super pumped for him. I really didn't know the guy, and I started talking to him a couple times at the track. Super, super nice guy, humble, good dude. Um, and I would say um, in the Supercross class, guys that surprised me was Kennard. Yeah. I knew, I knew Trey knew had the, be good, but Yeah, I knew he had the speed. And, I, and you know what it really – he his composure was really what surprised me more than anything because – he had to go to the LCQ, and most rookies would have got, you know, rattled from it, and he had a really bad gait, and he came out swinging, and, uh, sh- dude, the guy ended up top five. That's freaking yeah. awesome in that stacked field, yeah. you know. And I don't think uh, he surprised me, by the way. 
Did it surprise you that uh, the KTMs could not get a decent start? Alessi almost pulled it off from outside in the main. If you watch. No? Nobody? I, I didn't look too impressive to me. Whatever, dude. I could be wrong. James Listamore, who's sitting right here, has a photo of Dungy's start, and he's a half a bike length ahead of everybody. And guess who's also on the closest to the camera? The, one, the 800 wearing X-Brand goggles. He, he got a good start, obviously, but uh, bike didn't finish it out for him. Whatever. All right, just saying. I think I'm not my... going to talk about that bike. I've done talking about that bike. Okay, okay, what's my other one? My disappointment or someone yeah. that needs to do some work? Yeah. Um, I would say did my you say rider. Your, did you say would... your, your rider in the 125 in the 250 class who needs to do some work? You're talking about Blows or Tedesco? Who so, was in the 250 class was your disappointment? In the 250 class, I think my disappointment would have been Kyle Cunningham. I thought yeah. he would have done way better. Uh, I think that there's these spots on a leopard that you can't change, and Kyle's spots are really fast but crashes. Yeah. And that is exactly what we saw in the main. I talked to Alan Brown today, team manager of Star Racing. Sweet. Very excited about Paluzzi. Only a week. On the bike? On a week, a week on the bike. Yeah, he, he was surprising. He was good. Hey, yeah. Talk about uh, – Hold on, tits. Oh, come on, man. No one asked you. Hey, what just about, answer the phones and shut your mouth. Hey, what about the disappointments in the 450 class? I would have to say, for me, your guys? It, it was Chris Blows. Blows. Because he, he fell in the first turn. I know, but I, I would expect him to get up and get a better finish than that because he's riding Jeez. He's riding way better than that result of a 16th. Um, I know he was bummed out, and um, I, I, th- I, I, I expect I – I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't see – well, you asked me my thought, and I told you, idiot. So why are you buzzing me? Because you don't like what I have to say? It is, it is I wish opinion. I had a buzzer. You don't have a buzzer, bud. If I had a buzzer, it would be buzzed the whole time you talk. <laughs> uh, what were you going to say, Tits? I was going to ask uh, about Hanny when uh, he – some would say he took out uh, Paluzzi at the start of the – No, the, Craig. Christian Craig. Oh, was it Craig? There's okay. nothing wrong with that. My apologies. Nothing wrong with that. What are you – I, I'm just trying to start something just, vital. Just throwing it out there. Yeah, that's my job. Uh, what did you see that? Yeah. Nothing, right? No. Racing. Yeah. Racing. Right. Fair enough. How do you think the tension is over there under the uh, the tent with uh, Roger D and Michael Essie? I saw them talking after practice. Oh, they were talking. Yeah, they were talking. Was DeCoster waving his hands around like he was very upset with them? No, no, they looked like they were normal. So, uh, hey, call in if you guys want. How come Mike? Five eight six seven eight five seven. How come Mike? Uh, Almost didn't race. Like, he had to make up his mind if he was going to race or not. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? You're his goggle guy. I'm his goggle guy. He's got clear vision. I know that. It worked great. Uh, He was a little bit bombed after the race. I'm not going to lie. I talked to him. But at the same time, he knows he's got work to do. And, uh, you know, whatever. He's just hoping to get in the top ten, which, I mean, is a far cry from a guy that two years ago was making a podium at Indy and was a consistent uh, factor. But, uh, you know. Um, one thing, a, hey, one thing about those bikes. Just I don't, I don't want to talk about those bikes, but talked to Shorty today, and uh, he said that that rhythm section gave him trouble all night because he couldn't always get the quad. I, he didn't say why. He didn't say <laughs> why, but I'm guessing it was the lack of 100 cc's where he couldn't get that quad. Yeah, I don't know about. So that. what's the deal? Tony and Mike split. I think I'm right on with that. I think I'm bang on with that point, and the crowd agrees. Mm. Tony and Mike, uh, Tony's not working with Michael no more? I don't know. Oh. I didn't see Tony all day, though. Neither have I. I. It was a good race between uh, you see the Tony? Alessi brothers. Nope. You didn't see Tony once? Nope. Maybe never, he wasn't there. Maybe never, maybe, never so, maybe there's something to that. Were you How actually about looking? Ma- well, yeah, I was around there uh, collecting his uh, superior X-Band goggles, right. four-layer foam. Why don't you sweat. ask him where his dad is? Or let's call his dad and ask him where he was at. Yeah, we can. Let's call him. You got his number. All right, I'll get it over to Tits right now, and then uh, we'll call him. 
You want me to continue with the news while we're yeah yeah doing continue this? with the news there. All right, it was believed in uh, years past or not years past, but last year that the Yamahas couldn't get a start to save their lives. But uh, we saw in the first heat or second heat when you had Millsaps and Brayton went one two right off the start. Is there uh, the bikes change? Is it you know what are they, what do we got? I think uh, I think it was one of those things like Mitch that was saying earlier. You know, I think a lot of riders they can start and some can't. I think uh, I think they had their confidence when they went to the line. They knew what they wanted to do. I think in the main event, maybe you know, it could have been a million different things. Here's the deal. Here's the deal with that bike. Everybody was. Um, you tell me what the deal is because I think you know. Well, uh, are you being sarcastic? Yeah, I'm being totally sarcastic. How do you know about the bike, dude? Okay, listen. A lot of guys are having trouble with starts. Um, there was something L and M did to the clutch arm to help it get off the line and release earlier on the clutch. That was a big problem with guys. If you put on an aftermarket uh, lever, uh, adjustable perch, it changed the actuation arm angle, and it wasn't a good thing. L&M figured out early on that if you cut the clutch arm coming out of the perch, as well as leave the stock perches there, you can get better starts. Guess what Yamaha did in production? The only change they made to the 2011 YZ450, the only change. They didn't cut the arm. They made the arm shorter, which is what wow. everybody was doing. What about the rear? Uh, so now, holes? what about the rear hole shot device that JGR runs? Good one. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. What? What is it? Well, maybe you should get up, get up more on it and well, figure it out. If you're going to talk about it, you need to know about it. Oh, tell me what it you is. know about the Yamaha. Oh, I, I know about that. Well, maybe because you're in the press box eating Twinkies, you can't see the freaking thing. Can you tell me what it does, Kenny? No, but I'm sure Brayton and uh, no, I don't have to tell you what it does. You've seen what it does. What? JGR? It pulls hole shots. It did, didn't it? It sure did. One, two into the first turn. But and you know it was third? How do you think those Pirellis looked? You know it was third? What? PC Dodge Hard Huntington bike. Jacksonville Power Sports. Hey, All the way, bud. What do you think about uh, um, Pirelli tires? Hey, uh, I'm, I'm going to interrupt. Uh, I got Tony on the line, but he said before he'll actually come on, he wants to know why you, Kenny, did not return his phone call last time. Oh, what do you know, Kenny? What was Kenny's big pet peeve a few weeks ago? Not returning phone calls. Oh, okay. Just thought I'd check. You got an answer? Because he's not going to come on to you answer. Tom, I'm sorry. That's my bad. I was busy. Sorry, and that's Tell him yeah. we were practicing. Tell, tell him Kenny says he was too busy practicing starts with Tedesco. <laughs> <laughs> which, which he will be very happy about, as long as you're practicing starts. We didn't want to share our starting secret with him. Hey, uh, um. All right, let's get him on the air. Here, Tony. Tony. I'm here. Hey, you're live on Stop. the air. Thanks, What's up, buddy? Thanks for coming on with all that notice, right? Yeah, yeah, all good. Is that is that Mathis right there? Yeah, it's Mathis and Watson. Hey, this is hey, Kenny. Hey, what's up, Mathis? Watson, who doesn't return phone calls, and Mathis, cool guy. What's going on? Yeah. Mathis? I haven't I haven't seen you for a while. Where how, where were you this weekend? I didn't see you at all. I'm out, dude. I don't want to go to no races until next year. Wow. 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 We yeah. were just talking. No, we were just talking. I said, did you see Tony? I didn't see Tony. Did you see? I mean, you know, one of we both know you well. We, we, we didn't see you. And we were like, really thinking you didn't show. But then I thought there's no way he didn't show. No, I'm not going. Here's the deal. Bottom line is, that's their guys' show. You know what I'm saying over there? And I don't want anybody pointing the finger at me when shit doesn't go right. Like, that's all. Oh, it's Tony Alessi's fault. Okay, well, fine. Guess what? Now I won't go there this year. I won't even go to a race. And guess what? Let's see how it all rolls out. Because I know what I'm capable of doing, but, like, I don't want no fingers pointed at me. And then when it's, when it's all said and done, then we'll go from there. But, like, this year, 
you won't huh. see me. Hey, huh. Tony, I'm sure you watched the race on TV. What was your yes, thought when you seen Mike and Jeff going at it? Were you disgusted? No, it was fun, dude. I was liking that. I was thinking, fuck, check out Jeff Leslie trying to beat Mike. I'm like, all right, I'm kind of liking that. I was digging that. I I was digging it myself. Oh, it was cool. It was an awesome race, yeah. Honestly, I was like, fuck, dude, make the pass. And I'm like, and I thought, oh, dude, Jeff's fitness, man. I don't know if he can hang in there because I know he was up there for a while. And I figured, you know what, Mike's probably just going to wait to the last lap, wait for him to get tired, and zap him. <laughs> yeah. I think Jeff was faster, you know, because I was looking at the times online, and I think Jeff was faster all the way through. I, I thought Jeff was making a run for the whoops, and then, but then he clipped that uh, over, over top of it, the little. No, yeah, that's what I saw. But I, yeah. honestly, I was like, I was, I was happy to see Jeff trying to be assertive, you know. I was like, yeah, okay, yeah, I'm into agree. this, you know. I'll agree. I was, pumped. I was pumped for Jeffrey, dude. I, I really, I was rooting for him, dude. I was totally rooting for him. I didn't even know Jeff was on Rock River, to be honest. That was kind of yeah, a I don't think I, I don't think too many people knew. Right, right, but right. It's good, you know. Is, is Jeff ba- back up with you in the compound? Is he back up there? Yeah, but you know what? He's he's just he does his own thing. I'm not really doing that much for his situation because that guy wants to beat to his own drum. So it's okay, you know. It's fine. What about what about so Mike? I, are you still working with Mike during the week, or are you just doing Camp Alessi? No, no, no. Mike Alessi is Roger DeCoster's guy, so let Roger DeCoster figure out what he what he can make out of Mike Alessi because that's what that's what they all said before. If he just gets to work with Roger DeCoster, he's the great guy. You know, go ahead. No, you're we'll right. Make the guy. You're right. Wasn't Roger? So I'm out. So I'm out. Do you have I'm any out and let let them figure it out? You know, because that's what I've heard for all that time. Because. You know, he, you know, just let the kid work with Roger DeCoster, and he'll be great. Okay? You got it. So you're saying Roger DeCoster, I don't think, knows what makes Mike Alessi tick like Tony Alessi. No, I'm doing what the consensus says. The consensus says that Roger DeCoster will make Mike Alessi a great racer, great rider, great performer. So I'm saying, okay, do it. Do it. Wow. There we go. Couldn't, can't believe it. It's a bit of a shock. But so, what happens next year when, when he rides for KTM again? Are you still going to be out? Absolutely. Wow. Hey, Tony, yep. I, I want to get your take on something. Uh, uh, I'm sorry to jump, interrupt your. I'm not done with Tony. Okay, yet. all right. Kenny's not done with you. So, Tony, what's Tony Alessi doing now? Well, you would have found out because see, I called you <laughs> and said, "Hey, why don't you bring all the guys out to the track for a riding day?" But Kenny Watson, I don't know, was too cool. Or no, what no, happened. nothing like that. Nothing like that, Tony. It was we were practicing starts that day, and we didn't want to give away our secrets. Okay, <laughs> all right. Well, they, hey, you know what? Whatever you figured out was pretty good because I saw a really killer hole shot in the main event on TV. That's yeah. about, that's about far as it went. But uh, we got some work to do. We're gonna we're gonna work on it. Hey, Tony, yeah, I, I I liked what I saw. Just so you know, I thought Tedesco was riding really good, really aggressive. He had a lot of energy. He looked like um, he really wanted to freaking kill. You know, I like it. I don't know what you did, but you did good. Yeah, we, yeah. we got some work to do. Our, our bike's not where it needs to be, but we'll, it'll get there. Hey, uh, uh, Tony, what do you think about, uh, just on a side topic, big industry uh, buzz, big talk, uh, Kawasaki switching to FMF exhausts? You know, obviously, with well, the cl- what do you think about that? What's your thoughts as a, as a, as a bench I, racer? I, it sounds to me like maybe... I mean, I don't know, but, like, right. isn't normally the objective to win the race? So if the objective is to win the race, isn't it better to have the product that helps you win the race? So maybe these guys just figured out that that pipe is better than what they were using before, and they just said, you know what, sorry about relationships, sorry about whatever, politics, mm-hmm. but this is a better product, and I think that that's what we're going to pick. 
I mean, I think that's what's going on there. I mean, if I didn't know, I mean, I don't know, but it seems like it. You don't yeah. think any money was changing hands anywhere? I don't know. I just think somebody picked a better product, you know? Philip I mean, did win. Yeah, bottom line. So are you? So what you're saying is you think that the FMF product is better than the PC brand? I don't know. All I know is that it sounds to me like something created that idea. You know what I'm saying? So usually factory teams want to win, right? And so they put all the pipes on the dyno, and they whatever one's the best, then that's who they try to, to make a deal with. So it sounds to me like they found something that was better than what they were using before. I mean, that's how I would do it. Yeah, that's I mean, that's a, how you would do it, Kenny. I mean, you're going to put the best product on your bike to help you achieve the goal of winning uh, the race. Well, I'll tell you what, I haven't in the past, but I have now. Right. I, I've, I've used a lot of, last year we used a different pipe, which was really, really, really good. But uh, this year we decided to go another uh, direction, and it worked out awesome. But years before that, I ran crap because they paid a lot of money. But right, and you lost, what you're saying is you lost sight of the objective. Now you're a, back on... You have the objective to get the best results or try to win the race. So to do that, you have to have the best product to do that. And so you're thinking right now. Thank you. Wow. Uh, yeah, uh, um, good, good answer. Hey, what do you think about um, the uh, – uh, oh, lost my train of thought here. Uh. Oh, I know what I was going to say. How about if you're FMF, you, uh, you sponsor KTM for all those years, you probably dump in quite a bit of money. Uh, and your first race out on a cow, you win. I mean, I don't think FMF has FMF ever won a 450 main event. I know they won with Villaman. Yeah, they did. Marty Smith won it in 1974. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, good for FMF. Good for Little D. Good for uh, Donnie Emler. Uh, two good people. But uh, I gotta laugh that uh, first time out on a you know on a Japanese team and they win. And I think they almost whole shot it, right? I mean, right? Or uh, Ivan Tedesco. Close, right? Ivan Tedesco, whole shot. Villapoto had a good start, though. Yeah, he did. He did. I think, I really do think that uh, you put Stewart, Dungey, all those guys with stock mufflers, they're going to do good. That's why I, I say Villapoto said last week it wouldn't matter to him too much, you know, what, what exhaust he had, whether it was stock or ProSick or, or FMF, you know, it's the rider, bottom line. Hey, uh, who is that that's talking right now? I don't know who uh, that is. Oh, that's our that's our new phone screener, uh, Peter, a.k.a. Tits Legendary. Peter. Um, tell Peter he's a little bit wrong about one thing. Okay. The bike really is very important. I know everybody says it's all about the rider, mm-hmm. but I have to 100% disagree. You know, I so think did. it's really so a really you. lot about the bike. So nowadays. you don't think you, know you don't think the KT do you do you think the KTM uh, motorcycle uh, is superior to let's say a Honda. If if I don't know, I think you should just compare Andrew Short's results from last year to this year, and I think you might be able to find your answer from Anaheim. That might help you. Well, it's only been one race out of you can't. That's you can't compare. No, that. I'm just saying if you want to just make a comparison, you could just compare last year. All right, let me let me no let me. Why don't you step on a limb here? And where do you think Andrew Short will finish in the series if he stays healthy riding that bike? Um. You know, it's hard to say. I would think that he'll he'll make improvements as the year goes on because the guy is a really hard worker, you know. I watched him at our track, and the guy is an exceptionally hard worker, you know. And so I think that um, he's probably not satisfied where he finished this week, and I think that he'll probably do whatever is needed or necessary to make those results better. That's what I think is going to happen. But I think he's only good as the equipment that he's on. I agree. And I think Andrew is a hard worker, and I like Andrew. I think he's an awesome guy. But sometimes your hands are tied, and you only, you're, you're, you're good as your equipment, and that's 
I, I agree with you 100%. There's a difference between an entire bike and just an exhaust system, though. I think every little bit counts, to be honest with you. Okay. Every right. little bit counts. Um, well, hey, Tony, thanks a lot, man. we got to get Ferry and Kennard on, uh, our scheduled guests. But thank you for coming on the show in such short notice. Awesome. Great. Yeah, yeah, my pleasure. Say, tell those guys I said, hey, because I, I, you know, Ferry, I haven't talked to for a while. And yep. Kennard was out on our track last week, and he is riding so good. He is, you know? isn't he? Yeah, so, no, he's riding great. Yeah, cool. so good and so smooth. My gosh. Well, thanks, Tony. Thanks for coming on and talking to us. Appreciate it. Hey, All Tony, right. I'll see you talk next. You I'll see you, see you at Anaheim. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. No. Okay, see ya. <laughs> see ya. Bye. All right, Tony Alessi setting the facts straight. I'm a little, little shocked. Pretty crazy. Wow. He's not even coming. Right? Wow. So what happens when you listen to the Pulp MX show presented by BTOsports.com? Yep, that's you it. get these kind of scoops. Hey, uh, we're going to come right back with Tim Ferry and Trey Kennard. Uh, but for first, we're going to take another commercial. Please support these sponsors. Please buy shit. Please buy shit from these people so we can keep doing this. Buy shit. Please buy shit. You're listening to the Pulp MX show presented to you by BTOsports.com featuring Kenny Watson and that other guy. Thanks for listening. Please support our sponsors, and we'll be right back. Whatever you need for your bike or body, BTOsports.com is your destination as we carry all the leading brands. BTO has you covered with the best selection, best service, and best prices around. Make sure to punch in that code, M-A-T-T-H-E-S, and any order over 100 bucks gets a Mathis-sized discount. BTOsports.com is proud to be on board the Pulp MX show and make sure to check us out on the web at BTOsports.com. Check out our current special for free shipping on all international orders over $799. Racing since 1970, O'Neill is the original American MX company supplying fine apparel, protection, and accessories for over four decades. O'Neill is proud to support top racers worldwide including the Moto Concepts Yamaha Racing Team in the U.S. Supercross and Outdoor National Series. In 2010, O'Neill worked with top racing professionals, including Grant Langston, Tim Ferry, and Ricky Dietrich, in developing its all-new 2011 line. O'Neill's hardware line is the toughest money can buy and has been critically acclaimed for durability, fit, form, and function by Motocross Action Magazine. Hardware pants and jerseys are designed to function while putting you ahead of the pack in fast-forward fashion. When it's time to gear up, check out O'Neill.com or an authorized O'Neill dealer near you. The next time you need to get your bike dialed, think about contacting JGRMX for all your engine and suspension modifications. Joe Gibbs Racing jumped feet first into Supercross and Motocross a few years ago, and using their state-of-the-art engine and suspension dynos, they are able to provide you with the best mods out there. Using what they learned from team riders like Davey Millsaps, Justin Brayton, and Cooper Webb, JGRMX can get you and your bike to the top level. Look for an announcement soon for the all-new amateur motocross team. Check them out on the web at JGRMX.com. JGRMX is a semi-proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. If you live your life loud, then Kicker Audio Components are for you. 
Kicker has been behind the sport of Supercross and Motocross for a long time now and is a personal sponsor of some of the biggest names the sport has ever seen. Names like Jeremy McGrath, Ricky Carmichael, Chad Reed, and others rely on Kicker for all of their needs. Kicker's been around a long time and is known to bring their best into each and every product they make. Whether it's speakers, amplifiers, subwoofers, or any other product, we have you covered. Check us out on the web at kicker.com and remember, live it loud. Brand goggles are the result of over 25 years of experience in the eyewear business, and the product has been race-proven at the highest levels. For 2010, X-Brand has Mike Alessi, Moto Concepts Yamaha, Josh Strang, and many others wearing the Gox and Gox Liquid Performance eyewear. X-Brand goggles are exclusively distributed by MTA. Check out our complete line of goggles at your local dealer or at thexbrand.com. Welcome back on the air. Here we are, Pulp Mech Show, live. Uh, always, uh, always good to have Tony on for sure. Hey, we're coming up. Uh, this show is presented by BTO Guy Rules. No, Vince at BTO Rules. Yeah, thank you. BTOSports.com. And Tony. Um, absolutely. Uh, good guest. We're coming up with Tim Ferry and Trey Kennard coming on the show. We got the X Brown Goggle Tear Off segment coming up as well as uh, Kenny's Corner as well. So stick, stay tuned for that. We're going to try to squeeze everybody in. Um, so we might limit some phone calls down the stretch a little bit, but. Uh, and then uh, we got a, we got a text from Ken Rocks. He liked it. He thought it was cool. That's cool. Yeah. I wonder. We should ask Ken Rocks about Tony. I bet you Tony was totally cool with that kid. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, that kid's you know a that. good kid. I don't know yeah. how you can't like that kid. Just right? like even though like I was just watching his demeanor and stuff. Like when he got off the track talking to Stefan, he was like totally like. I couldn't believe it. Like right. he, he seemed like such a nice like dude, and right. I'm not I'm not usually into that shit, but hey. whatever. <laughs> hey, the code for the goggles for somebody who's asking is X Snow. Uh, maybe try capitalization to X Snow. Um, hey, what about the Daniel Blair, the Blair brothers, dude? They threw it in the main event of the arena cross this weekend. Oh, right on. Give I, a shout I, out to the main event. I know my guy Kelly Smith. I didn't see his name in there. I was a little bummed. Yeah, bomb. main event. Go check out their new record. They got a single coming out. Hey, let's uh, let's get our next guest on the line, Tim Ferry. Red Dog. Hey. Hey, bud. What's up? What's up? How you doing, bro? I'm doing good. It's really good to hear your voice. It's really good to hear your voice. Oh, God. Um, You're creeping me out already. I know. Hey, let's get Trey Kennard on. Trey Kennard? Hello? Hey. Hey, hello. hello. Bonjour. Bonjour. Hey. Is he on the the phone? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You, You work with Trey Kennard, Timmy. I know, but I, I just went. I just went to sit in the car, and he's still eating dinner. So. Oh no! I want to get. I, I want to get both of you guys on. I thought it would be kind of funny. Oh, uh, cool okay. And, okay. And uh, and Timmy, it's good to hear your voice. Um, oh, God. Hey, hey, uh, Trey Kennard. 
congratulations on your, congratulations on your ride, man. I thought it was good. You were Ken, Kenny Watson's pick for surprise of the night at Anaheim. Um, so congratulations on that. That's better. Patience, uh, that's better than bonus money. To, um, to to make Kenny Watson happy, so that's good. Hey yeah. Trey, that's better than the bonus money you're getting paid from Honda, bud. Trey, Trey probably <laughs> has a sure. top three only. Well, crap, top five. Honda. You got top five, Trey, or top three? No, um, I can't say, but oh, you can't? No, it's not top three, right? Okay. It's not. It's not. It's uh. It's definitely not top five. Okay. Fantastic. Top ten. <laughs> hey, uh, top ten. Top ten. Good Trey, job. Trey, talk about your race. And uh, by my count, you passed four guys and got passed once, so that's not so bad. Yeah, I mean, I was uh, I was pretty excited about it. I mean, obviously, you know, you always want to do better and better, but um, you know, for the first one and and kind of how the night was going, um, I was excited about it. I felt like um, I rode pretty decent, and and um, you know, the battle with Stewart was was really cool for myself and. Um, I felt like I hung pretty tough, so um, I thought it was a good night. You know, something that you know I think I can build off, and and um, you know that was kind of my goal going into the weekend to mm-hmm. have a you know a good solid race and something that I can kind of build on and and uh, not have to kind of start over. Right. Hey, hey let, let me ask you a question, Trey. Did my guy number nine? Did he did he give you a clean race when you passed him? Because it really oh, was yeah, a- for sure. It really wasn't much of a, a race. It was like Trey passed you and you were you were gone. But he didn't yeah, he didn't good. dirty you though, did he? No, he uh, he messed up on that rhythm section. It actually was um, you know kind of gave it to me a little bit. But um, I think he uh, you know he got out the the good start and, and really had to put in some good few laps. So I think uh, when I got to him, he um, yeah he might have been a little little bit discouraged. Let but. me ask you another question. What about in the LCQ? Did you get the butt pucker when you passed uh, Nick? In the rhythm section? Oh, yeah. That was, yeah. Everyone said need... it was close, but I honestly didn't think it was that close. Uh-huh. Hey, Timmy. Maybe... Yeah. Timmy, what part of the plan going into An- Anaheim 1 was uh, making Trey ride the LCQ? I'm interested in that strategy. <laughs> no, that was not a plan of anybody's, I don't think. Uh, I don't know. I was nervous he wasn't going to make the vein at that point. Right, right. Um, what <laughs> happened? Did you? I didn't see it. Obviously, you fell, right? But it must have been early. Uh, Timmy's not telling the truth. That was actually our plan from the beginning. Um, <laughs> you know, we uh, we're really you know looking forward to Phoenix and and the LCQ. Um, we felt like we felt like uh, you know more laps uh, Saturday night would uh, help our preparation. We want to be peaking for Phoenix, so more more, more training. Yes, right. Yep. I got a feeling you two probably never have a serious conversation. Maybe not a lot. You'd be surprised. Really. You'd be surprised. Hey, yeah, not too much. Does, does Timmy do this, Trey? <laughs> like, does Timmy go? This drives my wife and I crazy about him. When he wants to talk to you, he'll go, "Hey," and then he'll you look at him and he'll pause, and you're like, "Were you saying something?" I'm just waiting. For, I'm waiting for a reaction. That's all. I'm just going going for a reaction. Generally, when a guy looks at you, that means you know, continue on. But uh, do you get that, Trey? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, uh, I, don't know. I don't even know what you guys are even talking about. You guys are making stuff up. Hey, Trey, can, I don't know. I've, Trey, I've can we talk a few times? Can we talk about Gothic J? Yeah, for sure. What's why was Gothic J not working for Josh Grant? <laughs> um, we had to leave early. There was um, a death metal concert. And, uh, <laughs> he, he needed extra time to make sure and get his face uh, paint on and all that. So uh, his boots, his, his knee high <laughs> boots, need to be laced up. 
Um, yeah, yeah. So I, I think Josh is cool with it. So. Hey, Kenny, we're not going to get anywhere about that, but we'll, we'll talk about that when these guys are off the air. Um, <laughs> hey, nice, uh, nice air wheelie too, by the way, in the LCQ. You needed a bigger jump, though, to make it really impressive. It was sick. Yeah, you know, I, I tried to give it a little cross-up. I was actually a little nervous. But the, uh, I was mm-hmm. kind of scared to loop out a little bit. So. Well, you know, when I was at the Honda track there a month ago, you, I'm being dead serious. You scared me over the triple when you did it. I, and I yeah, didn't, I, I didn't I understand I'd, that was part of the game. Been, yeah, I thought I'd been doing really good ones, but I don't know, just the nerves and Red Dog gave me a thumbs down on it. So I laughed out loud when I saw it, you know, so I, uh, you get a thumbs up for me. <laughs> I didn't even realize he even did it. Like, it didn't even look like mm-hmm. one. Uh, hey, Trey, on the telecast, they were talking about you using your outside fingers on the clutch. Did you see that? Did you hear that? Um, no, actually, I don't have the, the speed channel, so I didn't watch. You don't have the speed but. channel? What, times you're a little tight? Need some money? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Can't do the upgrade. Did, did, do you know what I'm talking about? And then they, they zeroed in on the fact that you no, use your normal cl- fingers on the clutch normally. Yeah, it's, um, I don't know why... Yeah, I don't know. I, I think uh, you always do it. A habit I've had for for a long time. Yeah, it's, it's what I've always done. So, Timmy, are you going to try to break him up with this? <laughs> no, I think it's working. So I'd say keep doing it. Yeah, Shit, all- grab him with all four. Who cares? <laughs> all the yeah, commentators exactly. were pretty perplexed at uh, yeah at that. Carmichael was too busy looking at Dungey to really comment, <laughs> but uh, no, Carmichael <laughs> was too busy looking at the guy down sitting below and eating the hot dog. Carmichael wanted to eat, take a bite of his hot dog. Dude, Dude looks like he's gained some weight, that's for sure. Hey, we I, all put on I a Twitter, few pounds in retirement. I, tw- I Twitter up. I hit him up today on Twitter, and then he texts me back. He was all bummed. I'm all, hey, Ricky, TV usually puts 10 pounds, but me and you both looks like we put 40 pounds on us on TV. He's like, I've been running three miles a day. I'm going to knock it off. What's your excuse? Three miles. <laughs> three miles. He used to run 10, probably. Well, yeah. yeah, but he's in retire. He's going to do it. But uh, I didn't mean that, R.C., I did mean that. He's on a five-year weight loss plan. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, Timmy, what, uh, what's been the number one thing that's really you've been working with Trey on? And, I mean, without divulging any secrets, you know, but uh, uh, what's kind of stuff that you've been working with Trey on? Hey, there's not really that many, like, secrets, I don't think. Why is everybody so secretive nowadays? It's weird, huh? Uh, I know. Totally. The one thing that bugs me it's is when, so a guy's hurt, when a guy's hurt and he's walking through crutch, on crutches through the pits and, you're, and he's just like, I'm fine. I'm good. Um, Dean Wilson's telling everybody his shoulder's fine this weekend. <laughs> uh, nothing much, really. Just mainly just the training part. Just trying to uh, obviously he was good outdoors last year, um, mm-hmm. especially towards the end. But um, just getting good, you know, solid twenty laps in them. Um, no secret. Worked on a few things in the whoops um, from last year. Just watching video of them, mm-hmm. uh, getting a little bit more forward and stuff. So. But nothing, uh, nothing crazy. He was uh, seemed like he rode that 450 right away really well. So I don't, we don't, yeah. you don't want to do too, do too much. Yeah, no, exactly. There, there was, um, there was knack knack working. That was for sure. Yeah, when yeah we his knack, well, the na- MC was teaching the knack knack, and I was just telling him it's still not good enough. So, wow. <laughs> but, but MC was the one actually teaching him that. I wasn't teaching him. I want to see the knack knack, and I hope. You ride the parade yeah. lap this weekend. They took five guys, I think, this week. Yep. And if they take five again, Trey, you have to do some of those tricks because have you seen those lame-ass things? I mean, Dun- oh, Dungey. Dude. Oh. What are those guys I was doing? I excited to watch the parade lap, and then I just became really discouraged and just quit watching. 
I don't get it. I thought you were supposed to be happy to be one of the showcase riders, and it's the yeah. first time three-quarters of the stadium has seen the track built and all the jumps, and you're supposed to be like, hey, check me what out. What are you talking about? The parade lap. Even are you, are you talking about opening ceremonies? Anything. Yeah, opening ceremonies. Oh, okay, there's a difference. I guess it's not really a parade lap. You're right. Well, I don't know what it is. What do you call it? Opening ceremonies? Well, I, I think they called it the parade, parade lap on the on the television. I don't know. Hey, Timmy, did we did we ever do one of hey, those? They, hey, they they also said highlights. H I L I T E S. That's the way that. I spell I don't it. Know if anybody caught that? That's, that was like it's impressive. their hair. Hey, what's wrong with that? That's wrong. <laughs> I, I I think it's wrong. Well, they also said Justin Brayton number twenty three. <laughs> they did. <laughs> no yeah, and they, yeah, and they said Kyle Chisholm number fifty five. Oh, oh wow! Get the new numbers yet? I just please do some tricks because you know what? If you do a knack knack or even one of your uh, air wheelies, you're gonna make those other four guys look like losers, and, and then maybe they'll step their game up. Well, I, I mean, even if I crash, that would still make for good entertainment, right? Well, I don't know if Timmy's heart can take that. He's hey, Timmy, old, do you but... remember when Evans did that opening ceremonies at at Pontiac and he went out with no shirt on and, and he it was he was riding through the dark and he hit like a camera like a camera stand? I don't <laughs> oh God, that was awesome. <laughs> I don't remember that. Yeah, it was at Pontiac, and then he's he jumped on his bike like he was body slamming it and shit. He was oh, all... yeah, 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 yeah. I did remember that. That's right. That's right. I remember body slamming his bike. That was awesome. Yeah. We need more of that. We need some, like, a little bit of show. Hey, I think yeah. the, I think the, the highlight of my night was the the hay bale thing in the back of the truck. That was cool. Yeah, that was sick. <laughs> that guys, was sick. Guys, that was awesome. Yeah, and then that the guy that won cool. it propped gave a 111 ink. Props. He's like, yeah, 111 Inc. rules. Uh, yeah. Like this guy. That was awesome. He ripped his shirt off. I know that was my highlight of the night. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> hey, you know what my highlight of the night was? What? Ivan Tedesco? Nope. Driving out of there and everybody was in one piece. And I was like. Jimmy like, Alberts is not a one piece. I know that yeah, sucks. Neither is Will Hahn. Yeah, neither is Will Hahn, Kenny. Hey, what's up with Jimmy? How, what's what's the verdict on that, <laughs> Trey? He glosses over the fact that he was wrong. <laughs> Um, he, I don't know. I think uh, I talked to him last night, and it's definitely his knee is definitely uh, in trouble. So, oh, uh, that sucks. Uh, yeah, that's bummer. not a good deal. He, he said he was when he went down. It like went all sideways and got uh, all graphic. No. And, I yeah. uh, I like Jimmy Albertson. Everybody knows that. Yeah, he's a he's a good guy, man. I don't I don't think there's many people that really don't like Jimmy. No, Just, yeah, yeah, I don't know. It seems like he can't catch a break. I pushed for him for uh, many rides. Over the years, and uh, you know, so I'm there. I'm a fan. Um, yeah. Hey, Timmy, what does Trey need to work on in your mind to uh, to take that next step? I mean, he's real close right now, but uh, putting your incredibly awesome uh, teacher skills out there, what do you think he needs to work on? Oh man, I think. Uh, what are you going to hammer to whole... hammer on him this week? No, no, no. He's. I think he's in a man. I think he's in a great spot for a rookie. Mm-hmm. Um, first race to uh, a lot of times showed he was, you know, pretty much on par with Dungey and uh, RV. Still, he's a little bit faster, but mm-hmm. um, worked on a little bit, maybe some turn stuff, but nothing, nothing major. I mean, every right. race is going to be different, but and I, in my opinion, they're kind of established who the top four or five guys are this past weekend that are that are going to be fast. And what he, about the top seven? He, he's one of those guys. Top seven. Kenny's Kenny's bombed on Tedesco's ride, but I think it was pretty good. I mean, hey, I'm not I, bummed on hey, his I ride. Thought Tedesco wrote, I thought he rode good. Yeah, you know it was the old saying. You know, we, we thought we were ready, and then the bike didn't really uh, do what it needed to do, and he didn't do what he needed to do. So because he couldn't because of the bike. He's getting headlines though. 
Yeah, he's getting headlines. Hey, you know what? This isn't about Ivan Tedesco. This is about Trey Kennard at this moment. So let's get off of that. Is it not about Tim Ferry a little bit? You think it's always about <laughs> Tim Ferry? Hey, actually, well, well, I'll tell you what. We'll tie it into Kenny Watson and Hart and Huntington. I actually have twenty bucks on Tedesco and Reed in a little pool at home for uh, some of our, some of my buddies. So and Tedesco is, one, is my guy. So. Did, so did you win? You did right did you win? I mean, what? what? No, it's for, it's for the whole end of the year series points. Oh, okay. You got to yeah. add them together. Two guys, you got to add together. You got to add them together. So right. there you go. Tim Ferry's gonna be pulling for Arvin Tedesco. Nice, Timmy. Hey, hey so. do you think that should give me some confidence? <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> hey. Well, it was, it was the way that we had to pick. Sorry. Hey, Timmy, when we were uh, winning summer crosses, what do you think? Like, what's the number? It was one? only one. You said Plural. yes. It was yeah. only one. Oh, did I? I'm yeah. sorry. Oh. Sorry. Only one. It flopped after that. Just wondering what kind of stuff you could pass on to Trey that enabled us when we beat McGrath that night, which, I mean, you know, it's pretty incredible. What can we pass on? Well, we just hope the competition parties all summer and crashes at the end. <laughs> and then we win. I think you're screwed. Man. I don't think that's what, uh, happening. Yeah, I don't think that's going on. Oh, okay. Hey, okay. Red Dog, did you see Dave die this weekend? I didn't. No, I didn't see him. I wanted to see him. I don't know but... how you could miss him. I saw his mom. Oh, really? I didn't see his mom. Hey, you guys want to yeah, take I some didn't... calls? We got calls. These guys have been on hold for a while. Hey, it was a, the hey, weirdest hold on thing. A second. Hey, hold on a second. What? Trey, did you just did you just leave with Mark and from the Olive Garden? No, I'm, I'm sitting outside. Can you see me? I'm waving my hand. Oh, anyway, I'm like, dude, he just left me. <laughs> dude, dork and dorkier. Hey, dumb and dumber. Hey, <laughs> hey. T- you know, it was the weirdest thing I've seen all weekend, and we were just talking about this with Ping. I was walking before practice. It was after the riders meeting. I was walking back to the truck, and there was two dudes standing there I didn't know, and it was Pingree and Shelly Lawrence. And I, and Whoa. Yeah, it was a weird deal. And I go, Ping, did you ask her for your bed back yet? <laughs> right in front of her, because when she left Ping, she took the bed. And then here comes Dave waddling in. <laughs> wow. Dave does, Dave does have a little waddle. He does. He Dave, always, Dave has a little gangster lean. Dave dies cool. Oh, yeah. He came over. He wants, to, he wants to come on the show, he said, and set you straight. He should. He should. Yeah. He came well, over. Dave, he's working Dave, for him. I don't think the show can handle Dave right now. I think Dave, like, he's been a pretty, you know, important part of our program with Hinson. Those guys really stepped up, man. Yep. Those guys are a crucial part of the. That's a, that's a great segment, Kenny. That's awesome. Hey, sorry. Let's talk about summer hey, cross. All your wins. I use Hinson stuff, too. Kenny, me and you together, I use Hinson stuff, too. All right. Hey, let's. Uh, Does let's... he know how close I was to being your mechanic back in the day? Does Steve really know? Does he really this, know? This whole like this whole this whole deal that me and Steve have could could be actually me and you. So it could have been. I don't want to hear about this. And I could have been sitting in that chair. Hey, let's take a call here. <laughs> hey, is uh, is this Peter? Yeah, yeah. This is Pete. How's it going, man? Hey, thanks, Pete. For hey, we got on... another Peter. Uh, That's thanks, clever. Thanks, Pete, for being on hold for so long. You had a question for uh, Tim Canary? Yeah, yeah. How about Tim Canary and Trey Ferry? Out on the Internet about his, uh, his new factory Honda, about how it's really like a, it's supposed to be six pounds lighter than the guy can. I was just seeing if he could comment on that or how he likes the new bike. That is true. Uh, yeah, the bike's awesome. Uh, you know, it is uh, pretty light. The first time I went to throw it on the stand, I actually threw it over the stand and fell over. But um, is that yeah, why they, I, I don't know. I don't know how they do it. They got some sort of miracle thing, but um, it's, it's really light. But a lot of the bikes out there, they actually get heavier from um, from the stock bikes. 
So, you know, a, a factory, a Honda is the lightest bike production, anyways. But if yeah, you go, yeah, if you yeah, go look, if you go look, now. if you go look at the factory Hondas, if you look at the like, not even the factory Hondas, like a lot of the, the guys with factory bikes, I don't know why they do this, but they cut out their numbers, like the pre-printed backgrounds, mm -hmm. so they're all solid plates but they cut around their numbers to try to save weight mm -hmm. a lot of the graphics guys use like super super thin graphics on their bikes to save ounces yeah i know we did it at yamaha yeah. too oh there you go yeah the uh the, the full um graphic seat cover thing um I, I believe is like three pounds so yeah there you go uh, so honda they're they're really good about just, you know little stuff like that i think the team's think lost a lot of weight when frankie left Wow, I got some beef with Frankie right now. Oh, Why? really? Why? Why? What's up? Yeah, yeah, we we're staying in the same uh, like apartment complex. Mm-hmm. And uh, I happened to park too closely to him one night. It wasn't in, well; it might have been intentional, but <laughs> um, it started a little bit of a war. So right, I uh, I covered his truck with Pulp MX stickers that one night. Um, yeah, that was that was pretty good. And then he also, he wasn't take, taking it off. We had uh, Ken Roxon on the show earlier, Kenny's new favorite rider, and uh, Ken said that the nickname for him is Big Mac. Everybody calls Big him Mac. Big Mac. Yeah. So, you want to get back to him? Hey, Pete, thanks for calling. Yeah, thanks for having me on, and uh, Trey, good luck this season, man. You look awesome. I think it's awesome how you pull the the air willy in the last chance qualifier that just goes to show everything about your attitude, and it's it's awesome to see that you're pumped when you when you know when you make it to the last chance qualifier. So it's great to see someone out there with an attitude like that so i'm rooting for you bud good luck hey pete pete who, hey, you like man i appreciate it yeah pete anyways do you like me or kenny better uh mathis <laughs> thanks thanks Thank buddy you. thanks hey pete hang yourself <laughs> all right there we go our host telling the guests to hang themselves <laughs> nash you on the air Ugh, still laughing from kenny telling the guy to hang himself dude I, I don't think you can legally tell somebody that i don't care arrest me it's the best this has probably been one of the best shows you guys have ever done i put it in the top three because of timmy well of course because fairy's on the line because kenny because hey, kenny roxon <laughs> no, i mean come on the, the roxon kid was great he was uh, unless he cut through to the chase oh yeah hey truth trey and timmy you guys weren't listening to our show. We called Tony Lessie what? out of the blue, and he is not going to any races this year. Nothing. None? Oh, None. not there this weekend? No. He said that everybody thinks Roger DeCoster is so great. Then uh, go ahead. Take out. Take take Mike. Go ahead. Oh, wow. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> Tony just straight out said, nope. Have him, Rog. Yeah, it's very, very shocker. Uh, anyways, uh, what's your question, Nash? I, I got a, uh, one or two questions. First of all, right to Ferry. Uh, Ferry, there's a great picture of you, obviously, in Racer X this past month at the Summer Cross event. Mathis, little little one for you there. There is? Yeah, Ferry's come around a corner. He's got this super grin underneath his helmet, I, like, glaring through, like, holy moly, I can't believe I'm winning this thing. Yeah. yeah. Did you see that picture, Ferry? I, yeah, I saw it. I was smiling, man. I was Dude, that was, cool. that was pretty cool. What, do you remember that, obviously? Or, I mean, I know you remember the I, whole night, but, I mean, I remember, can you remember? I, I think I think the the race the bonus was like twenty or twenty five grand. I was just, I was pumped. Would you buy for Would you buy for Evie? Would you buy for your wife? Would you buy for your wife with that money? Man, I don't remember what I bought. I have no idea. I'm sure I bought something along the way. What'd you give your mechanic? Diamond cheeseburger. <laughs> I don't think I actually even gave him a bonus. Yeah, exactly. Ding. Do we have a bell? You, you, no. you did or you didn't, Sammy? No, he didn't. No, I did. I did. What? 
Hey, he gave me a bonus at the end of the. Listen, he gave me a bonus. At, this is Tim Ferry. Trey, you might want to listen to this. He gave me a, a bonus at the end of the year, and he only mm-hmm. gave me half of it. And then, because I don't know why. Years and years later, he uh, he had the other half for me. I kept bugging him. Finally, he says to me, "You know what? Uh, I lost it in the stock market. I was trying to double it for you, and I lost it in the market." And I said, it's "Oh, that truth. sucks." It's the truth. And then he <laughs> says to me one day, out of the blue, I forget about it. We laugh about it. One of the out of the blue, two years ago, he says to me, "Listen, Matt, this is about that half of the bonus. You either can take it, and I probably will never pay you, or you can have whatever's in my wallet right now." Oh my God! And I said, "I'll take the wallet," and it was three hundred bucks. And oh. uh, and I, you know what, though? I was pretty good. I was happy. Hey, you know what? Back in the day, that's 10%. That would have been three grand if you would have made it a local race that yeah, weekend. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I'm happy with the deal. I just thought it was pretty funny. Plus, you got played, paid from Yamaha. You played so. real life. Let's make a deal. Yeah, exactly. No, exactly. So uh, I love it. All right. Now, my real question. Trey, I'm glad to see you did awesome. I took personally took a little heat last week on this very show for picking you as a solid fourth. And I, I appreciate you coming through like a... Like a solid contender. Oh, yeah. Kenny, didn't you have some words for Nash about that fourth place you thought Trey Kennard wouldn't get? No. I, I, I took some heat. Took what a little place heat. did I say Trey was going to get? Top five? Nash, what did, what did Kenny say to you? I said he'd he said, be up there. He gave me not as – he didn't treat me as harshly as the guy who, who said he was, the guy was going to get the Suzuki ride last year at Daytona. But right. he lit me up a little bit. And that's all right. If I was wrong, I would, obviously would take, take my licking and, and appreciate the, the guidance from Kenny. And, Kenny, awesome job for your team, obviously. Man, that was awesome. Hey, 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 Nash, we're talking about Trey Kennard. We're not worried about Hard Huntington right now. We've heard enough of it. It's about Trey. And, Trey, that's why I picked you for the surprise, because I really – I thought you'd be in there, but I didn't think you were going to ride as good as you did, and I give you mass kudos. I'm telling you right now, you rode awesome. I was pumped for you. Hey, thank you. you got to stick with your boys. I know. I understand that. But whatever, Nash. Thanks for throwing me under the bus. No, I'm – I just picked yeah, his stop. Next picked call, his please. Foot, right? <laughs> Peter, hit him. Well, I'm just kidding, Nash. I know. It's all, hey, it's all good. good. I like it. Hey, my real question, and the part that I, I would hope that other people might want to know is, Trey, when you guys are practicing in general, I mean, all of us as fans always hear about you guys are looking at times and lap times and everything. Do you guys ever stagger it? If, like, you say you go to, the, to a practice track, like you go out to Kenny's and you ride that track, and there's people there like Chad's there. or No, he wasn't allowed to ride Kenny's track. Kenny shot him down. I'm they, sorry about that. Dude, his, his team it. manager wouldn't give me a can of contact cleaner. Come on. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, Trey, if you showed up and there was guys there that were, you know, that everybody runs the same pace and you guys try to do what you do, would you ever stagger, like, give yourself maybe like a 10-second head start or put somebody else in front of you, like a Will Hahn in front of you, and you guys go for broke to try to re-simulate a race situation? That's called the rabbit. Yes, the rabbit. Exactly. Uh, How often is it done? Teach us. I've actually done that uh, quite a bit. I did a lot last year with Andrew Short, and uh, I did a little bit this year. Um, I think with Will, I, I, it was one of the lights guys. Um, you know, it helps for sure. It makes your it makes you kind of kind of have a little bit of a race pace. But um, the camaraderie between us uh, as four city guys, everyone kind of everyone's a little bit like scared to show their guns. Like they're all for mm-hmm. like timing each other and, and being all secretive about it, mm-hmm. like they think, but. Um, no one ever really wants to, to race with each other. So so nobody really goes full. Because like Kenny said earlier in the show, sometimes bike setup and everything's altered when you guys really do get in the heat of the moment at an Anaheim or at a San Diego or 
and it's, so it's so difficult for you guys to duplicate that. And even when you try to, you guys still hold back. Interesting. Uh, I mean, we always go. I, I never hold back. I, I, I really don't. Um, but as far as, like, actually riding with each other, mm-hmm. um, no one ever does it. I mean, everyone's always got the, the, the clock on. Like, that's the biggest thing. And mm-hmm. Everyone's kind of always kind of worrying about that. But, um, you know, no one will ever, like, no one really ever jumps in with each other or, or goes, hey, let's do five laps and, and okay. race with each other. No one ever really wants to show their guns. But, right. Um, Everyone Last thing before I go, will you commit to doing something, like you guys hinted on earlier, it was on one of my true questions for you, will you commit, not when, but will you commit to actually doing something interesting on the opening lap if you're picked? Oh, I will do three or four interesting things. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Nash, uh, do you have a Twitter? Uh, yes, I do. Is it Papa Mix Nash? Indeed it is. Thank you. So it's confirmed. It is confirmed. That is the real deal. Documentation. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, Carl Stone's got a fake uh, Twitter account. Has anybody been uh, hit with that? No? Nope. Yeah, no, I, somebody, no, yeah, I, I had to block that guy the other day. Hey, hey, one last thing before I shoot. Uh, there will be a coffee run coming for the 2011 New Year. What are you guys looking for? Yeah, I just want some coffee. You keep saying about this. Hey, coffee. all I want you to do is take hey, care Ferry, of that dog. Hey, you want some coffee? I'll send a lot, I'll send a lot out to you. Yep. I'll take all it. right, Ferry's in for some <laughs> coffee. All right, coffee's <laughs> coming. Sounds very hey, exciting. Thanks, Nash. All right, see you guys. Who's got coffee? Uh, not you, Trey. Not you. I want coffee. All right. Hey, Nash, uh, uh, Trey wants coffee, too. You can send it to me, and uh, I'll get it to these jerkies. Um, hey, Trey, what's, the, what's it like being in the 450 class full-time? Did you notice anybody treating you different or anything different in practice or anything like a little more serious or whatever? Did you happen to notice that? I definitely had to fight off a lot more women. Um <laughs> It was, uh, my, my facial hair grew a lot more, um, put on a little more weight. Uh, no, no, it, uh, it was, it was, you know, pretty much the same, um, for me, you know, it was, um, I think the, having the last year's experience really helped me, um, as far as kind of feeling, uh, like it's a normal night. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I, that, that was kind of, that's all I can think of is, um, is that, but. Really, um, Saturday was, was actually, you know, pretty uneventful for me as far as um, nerves or, mm-hmm. or um, you know, feeling out of place or awkward. Um, the only thing that, that really kind of weirds me out a little bit is, is, um, is racing with, with guys like Chad and James and, and Wyndham and, and uh, things like that. Right. But, um, you got Wyndham I covered, guess. dude. You got him. You're in his head already. <laughs> from last year when he would go ask him about the track and you used to beat him. He, don't even worry about it. Yeah, he did say that, didn't he? He, he? he said that you'd come up to him and be like, hey, do you think I can triple this? And he's like, I don't know, dude. You're beating me. So whatever you're doing, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it started at uh, Indy. I'm like, you know, asking for, for help. And he's like, yeah, yeah, do this, do that. And then, uh, you know, really the next weekend at uh, Atlanta, you, you know, he was really giving me hints then. And then Daytona it kind of dropped off and then uh by Jacksonville he wouldn't even talk to me so <laughs> hey how's your guys count camaraderie on the line you and Kevin I noticed like you guys were like rapping down and bullshitting before the race is that is that was does that like make loosen you up a little bit and made it sound like you guys are just feel like you're just at the practice track a little bit no oh, Kevin's awesome man he's he's um you know hope that never changes um you know between us until like really he was the first guy that really um kind of I don't know made me feel welcome uh, as a professional at Honda. And, um, 
he's he's got he's such a good personality and and uh you know conversations always pretty fun so i actually don't remember what we were talking about i think you should probably tell me something about a gym yeah, I think. Oh, I think, yeah, he's got a new. He's got a gym, and he's really excited about it. He's opening up a gym up where he lives. I think. I think maybe that you might retire before he does. Uh, <laughs> hey, Timmy, um, getting off Trey Kennard because it seems like everybody wants to talk about Trey Kennard. Uh, what about uh, what do you think about our guy Reedy and uh, his rod? Hey, I got a beat hey, What? You think RV first? Okay, one guy at a time. Trey, you first. Um, hey, what's up with you and always getting, uh, like, all excited about one person? What do you mean? Well, I can't say any names or anything, but uh-huh. you just get really happy about very few people. No, I, I've been depressed since Timmy retired, actually. Well, I mean recently. Um, Who's this new guy? I think, he's always, I think he's talking about all the sucking up you do to some people. What, Hanny? Nope, nope. No, definitely not Hanny. Uh, we, we talked to you about uh, last time you were here. And you, you, you didn't really even know. Um, Chad Reed? Hey, what, what, and what is the, uh, the relationship between uh, Stewart and Dungy with you? Why don't they, why don't they like you? Uh, I think they like me. They don't, they don't seem to want to talk I to me. I would beg to differ that. Okay. Uh, they don't seem to want to talk to me. They I seem to like the ESPN okay. guys. I don't think I've done <laughs> anything... I don't think I've done anything bad to them. I picked Stewart for the win in everything I ever talked about or wrote about. You talked trash about Dungy's interview skills. I did. I did talk trash about Dungy's interview skills. And I think that certain people in high-up positions with Ryan Dungy heard about that. And now I am forever banned from talking to Ryan Dungy. And, but that's okay. I made my bed. I have to lie in it. I did criticize Dungy's interview skills. There's numerous amount of people that I've asked to come on the show, and they said, F, no. And I go, do it for me. And they're like, nope. Besides Hanson, who? Jordan Burns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm sorry. Hey, I saw Jordan this weekend. I saw Jordan, too. And I said, Jordan, I think because he's flying triple X still. He comes to the race with his sweatshirt, the beanie. Yes, he does. And uh, I know. Jay Burns said, you know what? I won't go on. And Hanny, I, I begged Hanny to go on. You and did he, beg him. It sounded like you begged him. And you know what he told me? He's like, there's no way in hell I would do the show. I go, what as if Mathis doesn't say one word and you just come on and let me talk? He said, nope, because I'm promoting him. I go, what do you mean? It's both of ours. He goes, if it was just yours, all day long. And then he told me, hey, I got a better idea. And my friend Dan Mahoney was there. He said, how about you quit that show and we'll go do our own show from a strip club? Okay. And I said, eh, that's a bad idea. And now they're both on my nuts about doing it. Maybe he should have asked the Lord Jesus Christ that when he, who he thanked on the podium. What he would have thought of that. Yeah, true. Hey, uh, yeah, that's a beef. What was the question? That's the, the reason why people don't like you because you say stupid shit like that. I, I mean, I'm. Just, <laughs> why are you just being like that, if dude? If he says stupid stuff like that to you, then I'm gonna say stupid stuff back. Aha, we're all joking, right? Well, you made his grandpa cry. You made his grandpa cry. <laughs> Because okay, you talk crap about him. Listen, I did. You I made and you made Dungy's grandpa was crying. Who I can't believe that? Kenny doesn't remember really much, but he remembers that one line, and it's true. Josh told me that I wrote a critical article about Josh in Cycle News after he got fired from JGR, and he told me his grandpa cried. Hey, dude, and it wasn't like he wrote the article in like some Italian magazine where no one would see it. He wrote it in like the one of the biggest you know motorcycle magazines, just not in motocross, but in motorcycling. Period. So that's right. what the problem is. Listen, we're, listen, we're going to move on. We're going to because Steve is wrong and he doesn't like being wrong. You guys, Timmy, you know how that goes. When he makes a mistake, it's it's not good. 
it's media, though, right? Exactly, Trey. Listen, you got to take the good hey, with the bad. No, hold on a second. So Trey just called you media, Mathis. <laughs> I'm not media. I told you you were. I, I told you you were media last year. I am a mechanic. That's You're what I not am. a mechanic. I could come back tomorrow and t- take a guy to the top. Uh, let's, let's take a call. Um, Aaron, you there? Yeah. yeah hey, uh, thanks for for listening to the show, man. I appreciate it. Hey, how do you spell your name? Do you spell it with an A or an E? An A. Hey, All, right. All right, perfect. Yeah, okay, perfect. Do you have a question for Tim Ferry or Trey Kennard? Uh, I, w- I wasn't able to hear the beginning of the show, so I, I was just calling in to congratulate Kenny. Usually I'd be, like, trying to bust his balls, but... Congratulate Kenny yeah, on what? On You think yeah. he, he, on what, the seventh? On, on his team. On the so seventh, yeah, yeah, on the seventh place strong finish. Oh, well, those uh, rocket ships you got, man. Those things are awesome. Yeah, we I'm have that We have that. that new uh, launch control. We have that new... Uh, <laughs> it's that new rear hole shot device for the shock. Works really good. <laughs> Whatever it is, uh, how bad do you think Mike Gillespie wishes he was on those things? Well, I just think Mike Gillespie needs more horsepower. That's all he needs. I don't know. I just wanted to say great job, man. Uh, all right, Aaron. You got Thank you. But this this is about Trey Kennard. We'll talk to him about his uh, great sorry, finish. Man. I, I missed the beginning of the show. So. Trey Kennard's on t- with Tim Ferry. Hey, um, sorry for uh, messing up the question. Yeah, no problem. I totally sidetracked you. Aaron, you got to go? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so do we. Later. You got another question? Aaron, do you? <laughs> He's gone. No, Aaron's gone. He's gone. Dude. We've, we had enough of Aaron. You just cut Aaron off. Yes, I did. <laughs> so far, uh, Kenny hung up on a guest and told the guy to go hang himself. This is awesome. Hey, and then the guy was like all stoked on Kenny and he just. I know. He didn't want to ask you, the guy you or Timmy a question. He wanted to congratulate Timmy. And by the end of the call. Hey, Aaron, if you're bummed out, go buy an H&H t-shirt. <laughs> Hey, who's this? You're on the air. Hello? That was Aaron. That was Aaron calling back. Um, <laughs> Timmy, I want to get your take on Chad Reed's night. What do you think? Um, I think it was probably not what he was really looking for, but um, it, his times, actually, if you put all of his good, good sections together, were pretty decent. Um, but still not what Chad Reed, I think, wants or, you know, Mm-hmm. Is expecting because he's used to win. You know, he's what one season he never finished off the podium, that kind of stuff. So, um, I think he won. I think in his mind he wanted to win the race, so probably a disappointment. Okay. What else we got, Kenny? That's it. All right, we're gonna let you guys go. Hey, Trey. That's it. No, Trey. we got we got Peter on the other. We got Peter asking. Uh, questions. Apparently now our call screener is uh, asking questions and jumping in whenever <laughs> he wants. Hey, who is this? Who is who is Peter? His name is Tits Legendary on Twitter. Okay. <laughs> that clears everything up. Well, why, did he just, why did he just introduce himself as Titch, Titch Legendary? Then I didn't introduce myself either. at all. I don't know why he doesn't do that. On, on I'm sorry. I'll work on it. Anyway, hey, Trey, big fan. Yep. Thank that's, you. That's it. That's all I got. Just big fan. That's Thanks. All, that, I appreciate that's it. All, that's all you have. Hey, I just wanted to let him know. Big fan. You're in the media now, Titch. You have work. to say neutral. You cannot have a favorite rider. It's pathetic hey, when guys um, cheer on one rider. I, I like oh, you, God. but I don't want to go too far. So I'm going to keep it neutral and just say, uh, you know, there you go. All right. Well, if I get to ride the hot lap, one air release for you. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, that's, that's, <laughs> that's good times. Good times. Yeah, I, Matt, I'm with you, man. I was, I was ready to slip my wrist when I was seeing that. Yeah. No, I mean, come on, <laughs> guys. Seriously, Dungey didn't even – here I go get myself in trouble. Dungey didn't even oh, whip oh. it on the first triple. He's straight up in the air. 
I don't get it. In, in Dungy's defense, it was kind of hard to whip it off that triple. Oh, James Stewart did it? Well, he's James Stewart. Good point. Hey, I was talking to RV uh, after the race, and he that said... That was the question. You said something about RV. Uh, okay, I was talking, to, R- I was talking to RV after the race. Hey, and- hold on a second. This is important shit. I'm going to say goodbye to you guys because i got to go take a piss. That's awesome. That's Good great. <laughs> now, this, is, this is what happens on our show. There you go. Hey, I was talking to RV after the race, and he told me he learned some lines from James in the heat race, and it was actually a good thing that James caught him and passed him. He picked up some lines that he used in the main event. Did you, Trey, learn anything from uh, from James? So. Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, you know, the, the last time I was behind him, I think I, I learned a lot, and, and uh, you know, hopefully I can take a few of those things back mm-hmm. um, this week and, and uh, come into Phoenix a little, little better, but... Uh, I think I had a couple sections, um, you know, that, that I was doing really well in and, and uh, might have switched up um, doing his line and, and might have messed myself up a little bit. But, okay. um, but I did learn, learn some things. So, um, I mean, obviously you're going to learn something when you're riding with, with those type of guys. So. Right, right. Uh, yeah, way to be really specific. That's good. Well, you, want, you really want to know? Yeah, I, I want to know. Trying to say is he was faster in some sections, but he's too nice to say it. I think is what he's trying to say. Right. Okay. All right. Um, hey, we got a we got a caller, a special guest caller on the line. Oh. Hey, Dino. Oh, you're not supposed to say my name. You blew my cover. Oh, I didn't know I wasn't supposed to say your name. Our call oh, screener. Like your voice, he, he like didn't tell voice me that either. Gave it away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your voice is so uh, so neutral. It's gotten deeper, right? <laughs> yeah. Sure, bud. <laughs> Uh, uh, I hey. was just going to call in as a fan, you know, and talk to Trey, but... Um, Dude, there's zero chance Trey doesn't... There's zero chance Trey doesn't know that you're Dean Wilson. Trey, am I correct? <laughs> yeah, but what? you blew my cover. I was going to put on, like, a redneck voice or something. Uh, I, I, I don't think you got it. What, what's your best redneck voice? Hi, 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 Trey. How are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Did you like it? Oh my God! Wow, are you kidding me, Dean? That, that's that's not that, probably where was the that worst. Redneck from? Hey, hey, try! I love those pancakes. We're doing all those triples. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow! Uh, Trey, chances, chance ability, Trey, that you would fall for that? Uh, I don't. I don't think so. I don't know. I don't think you not, not, it, wasn't a, it wasn't a redneck. I don't know what it was. It was something a little hairy. All right. I don't know. Right. But anyways, back to the subject. I was just calling because we're talking about the hot lap thing, you know? Mm-hmm. I think me and Trey would make it pretty sweet. Oh, because dude. I, I know we Trey would make it pretty sweet. Trey says he's got these knickknacks then, but I don't know if he does or not. Hey, but you know what? Do you know what there, guy? What? You're screwed because you ride the lights class, and they're oh. never going to let you do it, dude. Oh, he didn't realize that, I'm sure. Hey, Mathis. Uh, what? Why? I think I think we could get some good fans. You know what? Me and Trey did the I think, app. you know what, do you remember back in the they day? Brought, they brought lights guys I out. was going to say that. Remember back in the day, they used to do the leader on the on yeah. who's leading the series. No. So, Trey and Dino, all you, Trey just got to break it in and get into the top three points. Know, you want to know my opinion? Yeah, please. boy, do we leave, leave leave the guys alone that are are um, they're too serious and and don't want to do whips and things and get volunteers. I I agree. I think they and should Ryan break Matt it up. Come and Dino and I would 
be goon riding and doing knack knacks and I know Dean would do hill clickers. Yeah. Yeah. We got we got we could the dream team, K dub, Ronnie Mack, Dean Wilson, Trey Kinard, yeah. the dream team lappers. Yeah, that sounds they, good. I mean I'm just going out on a limb, but I'm pretty sure that would rock everyone's socks off. You guys need to yep. Twitter Prater and tell him that because I think that uh the whole the whole deal, everyone's getting tired of the same old, same old. And I think about after round, like, four, everyone's going to be tired of seeing the same videos, the same intros, the same bullcrap, and we're going to need some new fire in this deal. Hey, you hey, know what? Where, where's your intro at, Trey? Um, I'm currently number 10, or at least I was this last weekend. I didn't even have music. Yeah, well, I think that's going to change, though, with a fifth and, you know, getting into the mix. Did they call you and ask for your music? What would? Let me ask you a question, Trey. What if, when they call you, what, what are you going to come out to? What kind of music? Um, um, you got to think of this. This is an important part of your program. Well, I've been thinking about it for a couple of years, and the best thing I can come up with is Frank Sinatra. My way? My way. Well, that's what Reed was supposed to come out to, but he came out to Julio Iglesias. Did he really? He yeah. came out to Julio Iglesias. Yes. What, what song was no. it? Some whatever the no, top I, forty I song was right now. What's that? Uh, I would take a Twitter poll. Julio Iglesias. Uh, I don't know. I knew he was in trouble when that went on. Wow. He's supposed to come out doing it my way, and it went to some disco song. Wouldn't that be classic though if you just came out to something like? Yeah. How about Elvis? So, a little less conversation. Yep. <laughs> um, that would be pretty solid. Hey, Dean, but you're with me on the parade laps, right? Like, they need to be better. Are you with me on that? Oh, yeah. I remember when I was young, I was watching the parade laps, and McGrath would just throw a huge knick-knack. 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 I would get huge goosebumps in my spine. I was just, like, inspired. Exactly. Yeah. No, exactly. You know, I, I might have went and tried a knick-knack after that, and... I think it did. I know for sure that it's happened that I did a knack knack and I landed in a knack knack and then a crest. So <laughs> that was McGrath's fault, but he did inspire me. And now I can do them. So right. those were the deals yeah. for sure. I saw a knick knack out of Dean Wilson in Arizona. It was pretty radical. Was it? Yeah, it wasn't a good one. We don't talk about the knick knack in Arizona because it wasn't good. It wasn't my full potential. Hey, well, Dino, what's the. Sorry, that, sorry, Trey. You did it off of was. That was pretty good. It was a little sketchy, but but what about bringing back like the Fender Kiss or something? That was pretty sick. Mike Jones back in the day was pulling that off. Oh, How about the no hander where you I like your do the handlebar. Yeah, like like you know like like your Superman, but like full eighty style. Yeah, I, I think know. if you could pull off a Superman, Superman like no seat grab, just Superman, that'd be sick. Hey, I know what about, hey, James has been on the line here for a long time. Can we squeeze his call in? No, let's ask. Yeah, no. I'm going to go. I'll talk James to you on the line. I just want to say hello. Hey, Dino, let me ask you a question. How, how's the shoulder coming around, dude? People want to know. It's good. It's good. It's coming around. Just in therapy and should be ready by the end of the month. So Perfect. it's all good. Perfect. Good job, bud. All right. See you guys. Bye. See ya. you. Dino. Dean Wilson calling in the show. Perfect. Thanks, Dino. Celebrity callers. That guy is pretty cool. His number is the best ever, so. Yeah, that, uh, we should have talked to him about that. Hey, James, are you still on the line? I sure am. Hey, uh, what's going on, man? You got Thanks for listening, first of all, and thanks for being on hold for so long. Uh, hopefully Kenny doesn't Well, hey, I, ju I just want to thank you guys. You guys are doing a favor to uh, 
you know, people just coming in the, you know, the MX scene. You guys are out there uh, giving behind the scene. Uh, yeah, I mean, little it's, notification. It's I, nothing like having the. I'm, host. I'm new to the whole scene, and I love it. I love what you guys are doing. Well, just stay tuned. Maybe Kenny will tell you to hang yourself. As so. a, can you tell he's from Canada? Yeah, now, yeah, you're, you're, I am. Where, yeah. are you, where are you from in Canada? Right behind Dean Wilson, uh, Alberta. Home of Ross Rollerball Patterson. You, you betcha, up in Calgary there. Yeah. Hey, uh, yeah, so you did an awesome uh, podcast with him. Thank you. Yeah, it was awesome, eh? <laughs> I did. I loved it. You got a question you know, for Trey Kennard or Tim Ferry? <laughs> um, no, I just wanted to give props oh, to okay. Trey. He's uh, adding some personality to the whole scene, and uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Enjoy your show, and yeah. uh, I got his props up to this show. This show was amazing. Uh, yeah, thanks, man. I know Tim, Timmy's good. It's good. Yeah, Timmy, Tim, Timmy, and Trey killed the show. And those guys are it. Without yep. them, we're we're screwed. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Well, Roxton, everybody. Yeah, Tony, Mitch Payton, yeah. Tony, Tits. Hell of a I, show. I thought it was because of me, but Kenny uh, telling people to hang themselves. It, You're right. It's been good. Did you have Payton on already? <laughs> yeah, we had Payton on earlier. Oh, nice. Yeah, it, it was a good show. Thanks, thanks, thanks guys. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Uh, Kenny, how many people came up to you in the pits and talk about the show? None. All right, great, fantastic. Um, how many, hey, I, you know why? Why? Because he doesn't treat his fans very well. I don't, because I don't give a shit. He just walks away mid-conversation. <laughs> I don't give a shit about no one. <laughs> this is great. This is going to help our ad rates, no doubt. Good. This is definitely going to help our ad rates. Uh, well, hey, guys, thanks for coming on, both of you. Appreciate it. Timmy, you're, you're, you were looking good in those designer jeans and that Scott shirt, too, by the way. Did he, did he have some designer sh- pants on? Yeah, he did. Was totally. he like a true religion or know. something? I don't know. For sure they were designer. They had holes hey, in them and stuff. I got a great story. I had to loan Trey Kennard my watch so he could feel cool tonight to dinner. What? He kept me loaning my watch. So I let him wear it tonight. <laughs> hey, that's, that's <laughs> the real deal, man. Yeah, that's awesome. Hey, that's dedication. Uh, you, you know how you you know how you spell dedication? No. Is it C I N M Y? Oh God. C I what? <laughs> he spelled Timmy. Oh T. Well, I didn't hear you because you were talking. Over. I, I'm sorry. You spell it T I M M Y? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, that's how I spell champion. I, so that's funny. Hey, by the way, I was doing uh, uh, Mac Max in '97 on the hot lap. So yeah. Do you think Dean? Charlotte. Do you think Dean Wilson thought they were really called knickknacks? <laughs> do you think he really thought I, nobody would recognize his voice? Yeah, good God! I mean, yeah. the accent was awesome. Um, yeah. Do, do you not think? Did he know they're called knickknacks, or was that just? Am I missing something? He, he pronounced it correctly a couple times, but then he went back to knickknack. Dude, he could call him whatever he wants. Dino's cool as shit. Yeah, indeed. He, he speaks proper English anyway, so we're probably all wrong. Probably. Yeah. Good point. It probably really was the knickknack. Hey, guys, thanks again for coming on the show. Trey, right. Trey great ride in Anaheim. Yep. Timmy, uh, you look good. And uh, we'll see you guys both in Phoenix, right? All right. Thanks, Mathis. Thanks, guys. Hey, thanks, Trey. Later. Yep. Later, Red yep. Dog. Thank you. All right. Trey Kennard and Tim Ferry on the show at the same time. And Dean Wilson calling in. Thanks, Dean, for calling in for that special moment. Um, appreciate it. Kenny, we got to wrap. We don't have time for X-Ban Goggle Tariff segment. We don't have time for uh, Kenny's Corner. It's fine with me. I'm over it. We got to how many news segments? Uh, there's a few uh, yeah, reader we, questions, but we can do them next we need week to, or, uh, or whatever. It doesn't matter. Hey, call in 702-586-7857. Not now, but any time to leave a voicemail to try to get on the show. You can email us also. Uh, you can email me, Steve, at pulpamex.com. You can email Kenny 
at Kenny at HHTAT.com. He will not get back to you. Uh, Why do you give out my email address? That wasn't your real one. Okay. Um, You've given that out on the air anyway. Uh, also, so thanks to our sponsors, BTOsports.com. Please check them out. Any orders over seven ninety nine, you get free shipping international-wise. X-Brand Goggles. Please uh, support them. Uh, buy any ski, snowboard goggles from X-Brand uh, or Beer Optics and receive 50% off with the discount code XSNOW. So please support them and uh, get yourself a hell of goggles. Uh, goggle, goggle of choice of Michael Essie, by the way. Uh, also, goggle of choice of Kyle Chisholm and everybody else. JGRMX.com. Motors and suspension just like Justin Brayton, Davey Millsaps, and Cooper Webb. Kicker.com. Kicker, live it out loud, Kenny. Yep. Uh, kicker, kicker, kicker. O'Neal. Hey, come by, the, come by if you're in Phoenix. Come by the uh, Hart and Huntington truck this weekend, and uh, we'll be giving out some kicker goodies. There so you go, come kicker by. goodies. Come and, by and uh, grab a kicker or something. O'Neal also on board with us for Sweet. Thanks, Frank while. and Jim. Frank Thank and you Jim. very much. And uh, Chris, Chris Arnold. So. Thank you, Chris. Okay. Uh, thanks to all those sponsors. Thanks to our guests, Mitch Payton, Trey Kennard, Tim Ferry, Tony Alessi, Dean Wilson, Mitch Payton, Ken Roxon. Kenny's got a new third favorite rider. One of my one fourth of my, favorite rider. It's kind of hard for me to digest right now that I'm going to be pulling for a Euro, but uh, yeah, shit changes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> shit changes. Uh, yeah, it doesn't doesn't need to say any better than that. Um, and then again, thank you for listening tonight. The archive will be up tomorrow. You can go to iTunes. You can go to Stitcher.com and download this show. Tell your friends. Tell them to buy stuff from the sponsors. I can't stress that enough. Thank you for those guys for coming on board. Great show, Kenny. It was awesome. Thank you guys for listening. If I was a little rude, don't take it to the heart. I'm just an idiot sometimes. But uh, thanks for everybody that called in, and uh, look forward to. Oh, uh, hey, we got Hasbin on line one. Show's over. Okay, all right. Show's over. Please come home. I miss you. All right. Well, thank you again for listening. Show's over. <laughs> uh, we will see you next week from the Pulpamex Studios. Thanks, everyone. That was amazing. You guys changed people's lives tonight. I know. It was so awesome. Yeah, it was awesome compared to bullshit. You know how to cut to the core of me, Baxter. You're so wise. But like a miniature Buddha covered in hair.